I'm Cincinnati Jeff with the Peltzer Peeler Juicer. And I'm Nacho's Big Werewolf with the Peltzer Bathroom Buddy. That sounds like a great Christmas gift. Yeah, when your dead-ass dad climbs the fuck up the chimney and breaks his neck. Aw, oh, shit! Here comes the spooky! Whatever you do, don't get them wet, don't get them moist, get them somebody sloppy like my medis coming at ya, my boy Cincinnati motherfucking Jeff! What's going on chuds and chudettes, here comes the Spookies back with episode 33, this time we talk about Phoebe Cates and her mom dresses before we jump on Judge Reinhold, not an actual judge, so sit back, relax, tie your butt to a chair, and make them listen to your second favorite podcast. Yeah, bitch! Welcome back, everybody. I am your host, Cincinnati Jeff, one of the Dukes of Spook, and with me always is my best friend, my co-host, Nachos McGuerwolf. Nachos, how you doing tonight, buddy? How the fuck is everybody doing this brand new, new car smelling fucking fresh year? Doing fantastic, doing fantastic, and uh, special guests tonight. We've got a few treats here in the CNC Fart Factory, deep in the bowels of Planet X. We've got our good friend, our favorite fucking co-host our guest our good buddy gentle ben gentle how you doing Como esta, fuck boys and fuck girls how are you tonight <laughs> yo no soy cincinnati oh Jeff. i don't speak mexican Hablo. you're gonna have to say that again in english Hablo. please uh and we also have with us our good friend uh first time long time listener first time sitter in her um is uh shake shake how you doing buddy i'm doing well do you ever just get a sense of deja vu <laughs> like it's just t- tonight just feels like a, like I've done this before like but I'm excited and we have so this is technically the second time we were doing this because uh, we ran through about a half hour's worth of the movie and I was only recording me the selfish son of a bitch <gasps> <No>. <laughs> Uh, new year, new first half of the episode. Right? Okay. Yeah, let's just get that new, out of the way. Is this, is this how us. you tell Mikey that he's out? Ah, you shit. just stop recording him? This actually worked out well because... <laughs> well, I was going to out to you guys. I like wieners on my butt. <laughs> uh, this, thank you. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to move on because I've already known Always that. let employees know uh, that they're, w- like, go on a Friday. So, <laughs> see you, nachos. <laughs> like Scrooge. This works out well because we had a kind of a crazy rant at the beginning. We can just sort of cut right through. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, uh, Gentle Ben has the fancy uh, equipment on his end, so he can actually work the keys for us tonight. So that'll be fun. We can bring the sound effects back for one night until we can get them uh, back here in the studio. For one night only. <laughs> Uh, so, of course, this is episode 33, Gremlins. Hell yeah. So, uh, and this, of course, this is one of Nacho's favorite movies, so this is a Nacho's-centric episode. So, Nacho's will be leading the charge on this one. I'll try. But before we get to this, we've got, uh, we've got some news. News and stuff. And the news tonight is, is that we actually have no news, other than the sad news that MF Doom passed away fucking yeah i like how they waited till the very last day of the very last you know what an atomic bomb to drop on a fucking group of people at the end of the year dude mf doom is so goddamn inspirational to the rap community and you see it within the rappers that still talk about him like even kanye was so fucking beat up about it dude like what is what a sad thing man what a sad 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 loss second time 
I've agreed with Kanye. Yeah, Akia. Uh, Akia, yes, that <laughs> wonderful anime, Akia. Years ago, Kanye tweeted out that uh, everybody says that Spirited Away is the greatest anime of all time. He says, bullshit, it's Akira. Uh, Kanye, I agree with you. And then, of course, The Passing Women of Doom is very sad and is a tragedy. Kanye, again, I agree with you. That's it. Yeah, that's uh, that's sad stuff. Put them up, put them up for MF Doom, boys. Let's do one for MF Doom. Hell yeah, yeah, for MF Doom. I can't see Chris, but I hope he's putting one up too. Clinks. What's everybody uh, drinking tonight? Uh, we've got. uh, I'm. I I had some twisted tea earlier. That's right. Why are we drinking twisted tea? Uh, because it's the uh, it's the uh, ammo of a new generation. That's right. (laughs) It's uh, the official beverage of uh, racist crushing. Yeah, smacking racist people in the face with them. They're they're beautiful. They're an amazing thing. I mean, they're a tasty beverage from the get-go, but if I get a bash of racist in the faces with it, uh, <laughs> yes, fuck yeah, the faces. Is it too late to get stock in twisted tea? Because I feel like it's had a surge here. In the I last mean, that is like this, so they had some weak-ass marketing campaigns, like "Hey, hang out and drink this shit." It's like insert cricket sound effect, and then uh. <laughs> oh shit, dude! I forgot that was real. But like, that is the best marketing campaign ever. Just like. So good, you'll get fucking smashed in the face. You get fucking twisted or whatever the shit. Before we go on any further, I need to talk about something very near and dear to my heart. Hit me. A very not bad with ex- that twisted. No, 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 no. no. Uh, Choose my words carefully. It's on safety. We're we're good. All right. Uh, There's been no racial slurs. Don't hit him in the face with a fucking T yet. Oh, not not in this CNC fart factory. Um, so I was at Captain D's. And I don't know if you guys have ever been there. How do you guys feel about that joint? Yeah, this is great, dude. Yeah. Uh, it was the best in high school, especially if you're a stoner, because you could go through, and for a buck, you can get a box of, not cracklings, they're like breadcrumbs, basically. You're thinking Long John Silver's, homie. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. And yeah. I was just going to say, I, I said to my wife the other day, how is Captain D's and Long John Silver still in business? Uh, there's a conspiracy oh, no. theory out guys... there that it is actually fronted by the mob, that it is actually a mafia front, that it continues to get fucking... Uh, money and uh, money laundered through it, and that's how the mafia continues to make money in the background. That's and that, and why why you could go to a fucking Long John Silver's or Captain D's at any given point, and there's one fucking car in the dr- in the drive through, or not even in the drive through, in the parking lot, and it's the one person working. But somehow these fucking things manage to stay open. I don't know how. I don't know, Ben. That sounds fishy to me yeah wait till i get fucking alex jones on this podcast and you'll fucking find out real fast that the lizard people are fucking running it and if you go buy his boner pills right now then the fucking poison isn't going to turn you into a homosexual so you're fucking turn the fucking boner frog, pills gay. fucking what a scam <laughs> do not buy boner pills there's no yeah they don't work that is what people Tell me, because my, my dick works fine. Common sense uh, should <clears throat> tell you that boner pills don't work. Do you know why I fucking know that boner pills don't you work? Tried them. It, it has nothing to do with fucking trying them or not. No, because if there was a fucking company, like, and don't get me wrong, Pfizer, thank you for the fucking uh, shots for COVID. But no, your boner pills don't work. Do you know why it doesn't work? Because if it did, you'd own the fucking moon. Yeah. Straight yeah, up. You would. Every fucking guy in the world would be like, I'm buying yeah. it. Dude, that reminds me of a story about Captain and not, D's. Not hard-ons. I'm talking, like, makes your dick bigger boner pills. But anyway, oh, Captain yeah. D's, let's go. So, uh, in, in Edwardsville, Illinois, there is a Captain D's by the DMV. FML. Lol. Haha. <laughs> anyway, so I wanted, like, a fucking poor boy, because they're amazing sandwiches. I'm not talking the fucking deli-cut shit. I'm talking, like, you know, the, like, popcorn shrimp kind of fuckery or whatever. You can't eat it, because you'll die. So, anyway... <laughs> 
So I fucking roll. This is true. I roll through I the fucking drive-thru. And uh, I, I straight tell the lady, I'm like, hey, uh, I haven't had Captain D's in like 15 years. You kind of helped me through this. But I guess when I said it, I, it transferred through the microphone to fuck your dead mom in the ass with a screwdriver. Because the way the lady responded to me was like, um, I, I don't know. Like, I just told her that. She's like, what? I was like, oh, shit. Sorry, I'm making you do your job. There's no cars in the fucking drive-thru. There's no cars in the parking lot. And I, I don't know. I guess this lady was trying to shoot up in between her toes uh, while I was fucking trying to order a mediocre fish burger. Did you upstage so her I with your fucking thing. reduction sauce? Is that what happened? <laughs> Man, Did I, you tell you you had a podcast? I, I fucking, I should have, I should have. Fucking whip my dick out with the here comes the spooky little shit. I've got a podcast like, <laughs> and a reduction sauce, asshole, so can you fucking move this along real fast and just hook me up with the hush puppy, please? Ma'am, do you know who I am? No, so I got this. I was like, do you have like a fish burger? She's like, yeah, we got a big ass fish sandwich. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I look at the menu, big ass fish sandwich. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I get Baths. it. And it's, it's, it's a big dumb bun with two pieces of fish in it. And, um,. It was just a bite of regret each time. It was fucking sad. So I'm sitting there. In... That's what I'm getting from this story. Man, I'll fucking regret you. I'll reduce you. Where's those you. crickets now? <laughs> <laughs> they were in my fucking sandwich. <laughs> so I'm eating this sad burger thing, and then, like, I have my fucking. telling this sad story. I got my fucking lights on and shit, and my fucking car dies. I go to start it. So, like, in the Arby's parking lot, right, like, fucking two feet from my car there's some old white bitches fucking eating their food and shit so i'm like ah maybe they'll give me a jump so like i knock on their window i'm like they can see me walking to their car and i'm like hey can you give me a jump and then like she mick mcconnell fucking rolls the window up and doesn't look at me i was like oh because i'm not right here so i had to call my stupid asshole brother and he gave me a jump and i gave my other fish burger and captain d's can fuck why didn't you call me you know i live right there why don't you just call me i would have fucking came and give you a jump no my my brother was like right down the road too and then they made he me. Knew he lived like right down the road. They made me walk the fucking. Uh, it's cool. I get it. You love your brother more than you love me. I get it. That's fine. Hey, we've never been in a balls out fist fight though. <laughs> Knock on wood. Ooh. Hey, if me and you got in a fist fight, I'd totally have your back, dude. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you'd feed me to your beard. I would punch myself <laughs> in the dick for you. All right, now that I got that out of the way, Thank go ahead you. and make right, uh, so, your jaws right. work. All right, so moving on. Uh, when, where was the first time you saw this? Again, part de, uh Gentle Ben, uh, you are our first guest, so please go, sir. Is my mic going? So the first time yeah. I saw okay. this was in the 90s. <laughs> Thank you. I was, you I was born in 88, so I'm a 32-year-old young pup. But uh, no, the first time I saw this was in the probably early, mid-90s. And uh, I didn't come from a family that ever watched horror movies or promoted us going out and watching horror movies or anything because God knows I was a bedwetter enough. I didn't need fucking horror movies in my in my life, too. <laughs> but uh, no, so I, I snuck it. I was like, I want to go watch this. And Gremlins, of course, is like, you know, Spielberg movie, fucking infamous, inf- not even infamous, very famous movie for, for a long, long, long time. And I had heard about this movie so many times. And I uh, oh, yeah. wanted to go watch it, so I did. And uh, I'll tell you what, don't regret a second of it. So uh, fuck you, Dad. I don't regret a second of it, and uh, it was amazing. <laughs> Shake, how about you, buddy? Never heard of it. <laughs> it's a uh... what? Why, what are we doing here? We're doing Critters Part Two <laughs> by oh, Joe Dante. We're actually doing Back to the Future Part <laughs> no, Three. I so, mean, uh... Marty. I mean, this movie came out the year I was born. Um, I don't you, know when I watched it, but I was very you young. old. <laughs> uh, very young. So I, I just remember me and my siblings uh, in a dark room watching and. It wasn't as scary as I thought, so. Captain Nachos, how about you, buddy? 
Alright, so I pretty much grew up with this movie. I think, like, it's a month older than me, and I just grew up with this. And This came out this year birth month. Uh, okay, fuck my face. Yeah, well, I guess I'm I'd older like than to. Gremlin. So, uh, it was on it's all Hollywood. starting to make sense. <laughs> you actually are older than this movie's release date. Son of a bitch. He doesn't know his Somebody birthday. put Senior no. Nachos in the water, and out came fucking Nachos <laughs> McWerewolf. That's, <laughs> that's what we got. It was that... It was actually twisted tea. They just poured, they baptized me with it. And this like, is the reason he acts this way. Is he was born in the same stri- month. Also, he spent too spent too long in the birth canal. But stripes make werewolf. Here we go. I have drain damage. Uh, no, so like, dude, me and my brother would just watch this movie like every day, and we were fucking horrible little kids, like running around and just wrecking shit. And every time we do it, we do the fucking gremlins cackle. Like we put the dog in the microwave and shit. It's like <laughs> shit, shit like that. It was a good, good time. How about you, Cincinnati Jeff? Oh, uh, no, no, no. So for me, uh, make a long story short, I didn't have cable until I was in the sixth grade, so 96, 97. We were poor. You poor white, white piece trash, of shit. <laughs> white trash posing as middle class. Um, but I was, I'm was i a Critters guy, right? So I actually prefer Critters over this franchise. Not that that means anything. The Ooh, way that I got man. this was my older stepbrother and stepsister, her mom, uh, uh you know, love them enough to have cable. So they saw this and were talking about it all the time. You know, they saw it on cable TV. Eventually, uh, my parents had recorded it at my grandma's house on like Showtime or Cinemax, something like that, on like a same VHS that we had. It was uh, Gremlins, Critters 1 and 2, because, you know, it's like you could stretch out the VHSs and get like three movies on there. So uh, I finally saw it in like 93, I want to say. And uh, don't get me wrong, big fan. You know, I love it for sure. My wife, huge fan of this movie. Who? My wife. My wife. She's a dead. Who who directed Critters 2? Uh, Critters 1 and 2, Mick Garris. Oh, Mick Garris. Directed movies and shit. Your favorite. Ah, he's not so bad. <laughs> I like how you're so proud of yourself when he comes up and actually directs the movie that right. we're fucking talking Did about. You... Or he fucking comes up and he's like, you throw him out there as a director of a movie that he's fucking never even touched. Ah. I mean, also, he kind of looks like Tom McLaughlin. Of... Why don't we ever talk about The Stand? I'm going to make you watch uh, that. Because that new one just dropped. That's There's some fucking news for your ass. It dropped a while ago. I don't know, dude. I've got fucking Peacock or whatever new shit that's called. And stuff. <laughs> He's on it, man. He's All right, on so it. this is not a video nasty. This is not on our Hello Nasty list. Um, directed by Joe Dante, uh, who directed The Howling. Love it. The Burbs, Fuck yes. Gremlins 2, uh-huh. Small Soldiers, oh, touch it. and The Beautiful Splatter. Can I talk you guys into something real quick? I know it's not a horror movie, but uh, kind of-ish. For the love I'll of God, please do The Burbs. Please do The Fucking Burbs. Yeah, uh, that... That's kind of a horror movie. I would put it in the horror fucking, movie category-ish, but Jesus Christ, that movie's so fucking good. It's got mass graves and dead bodies. To this day, it's still, it's still probably in my top 10, 15 favorite movies of all time. I fucking absolutely Whoa, pizza guy's coming! I love the burbs. Oh, straight up, man. That I'll suck that movie's dick off. How about we hit that up in the summer? I feel Oh, it's like a Memorial Tom Day Tom Hanks movie. says that his two favorite movies that he's ever done is the uh, I guess the Toy Story franchise yeah. and The Burbs. Yeah, Toy Story gives me a real And weird. the movie where he talks to a volleyball <laughs> in the middle of the water. That one. <laughs> but not like... that one with John Candy where he plays a fucking Chad. Was that like the Volunteers? That kind of sucked. I hate to say that, but hey, whatever. Philadelphia. 
Oof. I loved Tom Hanks until uh, my son made me watch Polar Express 117 times, and he plays every co- every character in the movie. Do you guys want to hear some real shit? Uh, when Toy Story 3 came out, like I saw that shit. Like I don't, I, I caught it off of TV before. Like all the bartenders saw that Johnny Cyborg kind of shit. So uh, name drop, Libby. Uh, I was telling her about it, and I told her like, "Yeah, dude, the last act, all the fucking toys melt to death." And I mean, like, spoiler alert for like a fucking 15 year old movie. Uh, oh shit. Sorry, Shake. My bad. Trust me. So, like, legit, uh, there is a scene where all the toys are going to, like, this giant melting flume, and it looks like they're going to buy the farm. They get saved, but... So, I told them, like, everybody that shit, and, um, I don't know, so next week I popped in Giants, they're like, you're a real motherfucker, Nachos McWerewolf! I'm just like, (laughs) Because I'm kind of a dick. All right, well, moving on from that... Fucking wonderful. Uh, and a dog died. Yeah, we've got the cast and crew coming up. The old cast and crew, you say, huh? Let me get it. Yes, sir. It's time to meet our casualties. Oh, my God, he's killing me. He's I killing me. This. He's killing me. <laughs> this one so much. All right, so we've actually got quite a few here. Uh, some famous, some not so famous, but uh, all in all, a good set of people. Uh, first up, we've got Zach Galligan, who plays Billy Peltzer. He was in Waxwork, Waxwork 2, Gremlins 2. Yo, what's the uh, prefix for Waxwork 2? Is like back in action or back in time or some shit? Back in time. Back in time, boy, if that's only going to come And then Hatchet time. 3. Ah. Uh, Thank you, Adam Green. You ever seen, uh, Gentle Ben, you ever seen the Hatchet movies? I have not. They're oh. fun. They're, they're a big fat love letter to Friday the 13th because mm-hmm. Adam Green knows what the fuck he's doing. My, my, next, my, got... my next one up is Shocker for my for my horror movies. I want to see that one. Right Hell now. yeah, dude. Horace Pinker. Shocker. You got it, Sorry, I don't mean to be real here, Shocker, but that's the next one I want Then watch. definitely watch House 3 or yeah. um, oh, what else is it's like American Oh, uh, then the uh, uh, Poughkeepsie tapes. No, you're not ready. You're not no, ready. You're not no. ready. You're going to have a bad time, dude. Yeah. As a reminder, uh, I'm not a we... horror movie person, so anybody listening that's like, Whoa, what's this pussy talking about? Yeah, I am a pussy. I don't watch horror movies. I'm fucking terrified. Uh, I'll shit the, the bed The Poughkeepsie tapes week. is tough for uh, we're, we're, the old souls as oh well. Oh, my God, dude. Uh, it's like watching this stuff. We're, we're giving intro, uh, horror movie intro to, I keep wanting to say Simple Ben, but I know it's a dick. So, uh, simple, ben. Ben. Simp ben. simple Ben. I'm buying yeah, OnlyFans accounts it. left and right, dude. Don't worry about it. Hey, man. If you're paying five bucks to see some titties, what's wrong with that? Nobody's getting hurt. You get to see them titties, and yeah, somebody's getting paid. Speaking anyway. of titties, Aha. Phoebe Cates as Kate Berenger. Ooh, oh, my God. God. Yes. Of course, Phoebe Cates in Fast Times at Ridgemont High from that classic pool scene. Steady tearing my dick out of style. She was also in a little sexy movie called Lace. Gremlins 2. Little, oh, dude. And the sexiest of all, Drop Dead Fred. Oh, she's caught. No panties on. <laughs> Drop Dead Fred was great. What a great movie that is. Yo, snot face. Snot face. No panties. She's got cobwebs. 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 All right, so you recast that movie. Who do you, who do you play, pick, or who who's who, who you cast in as Drop Dead Fred? Nachos McWerewolf. I'll take it. I was like, don't, because somebody's going to say Russell Brand, and then I'll fucking snap his neck and throw him off the arch. Donald Pleasance. Uh, <laughs> she's got cobwebs. <laughs> Get your ass away from there. <laughs> Drop dead. <laughs> Fuck howdy. Uh, we've also got Hoyt Axton, who plays Randall Rand Peltzer. He's a big old boy. He was a boy. Uh, you know, he was in a lot of westerns and, like, kind of cop drama things. And in the also refrigerator. Also famous um, country artist. 
uh, had a lot of hits in the 60s and 70s, so check him out. Yeah, talk to his ex-wife's about it. Holly Holiday, who plays Mrs. Ruby Deagle. Fucking cunt. She's such a K-U-N-T that I did not look her up. I think you meant to say cunt, but you can say it with a K because it's the That's UK. the British. That's Wrong. the British version. That's wrong. She's a cunt. Uh, Frances Lee McCain, who plays Lynn Peltzer. She Ram was bitch. Grandma Baines in Back to the Future, which uh, also plays a little bit into this movie. And then she was the teacher in Scream. Yeah, I just found out she was the teacher in Scream. Mm-hmm. Where'd you learn that from? This, like, the first 30 minutes, minutes we fucking did? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Judge Reinhold, who yeah. plays Gerald Hopkins. Boy, didn't he play Billy Rosewood in the Beverly Hills Cop series? Do the okie dokie shuffle, motherfucker. Also in Stripes, Fast Times Again, yes. and the Santa Claus movies. The customer's always an asshole. Hey, Nachos, did you Dick- know he was in Stripes? <laughs> what? Boy, I, what? I heard he played a, a precocious scamp. PJ Scholes is also in totally. Dick Miller, who plays Murray Futterman in the Twilight Zone, the movie. His segment was directed by Joe Dante. What? Shopping Mall. Ah. Dead Heat with Treat Williams. He's a treat. Also, uh, who's the oh. other cat in there? Joe Piscopo. Joe Piscopo. Because uh, I am white. Pre-Stroids. And- yeah, oh. or steroids, roids, <laughs> steroids. Joe Piscopo, uh, the he's burps. the guy from uh, Casino, right? The little short guy that's always yelling and real loud and the real Italian voice, right? That's Joe yeah, Piscopo. he's real elegant. He's real elegant. <laughs> the Burbs and then Gremlins 2. Yes. Uh, Corey Feldman, of oh, course. And Demon Knight. As Pete Fontaine. Oh, yeah, Demon Knight. For all right, all right, keep your count. Shake. Uh, Gremlins 2. No, wait, sorry, Corey Feldman. My bad, I'm on the wrong one. Fr- Friday the 13th. Uh, the Burbs, The Lost Boys, and then, of course, Splatter, which uh, definitely check that out if you have uh, 32 minutes to never get back. He was also in The Lost Boys 2, and more importantly, he was in The Lost Boys. No, he's Lost in the third Boy. one, right? No, he's in all of them. Is he? Dude. Uh. And No, the second one is fucking dog shit. The third one is the best, worst movie, because it's like... Was Gremlins pre or post-molestation? Uh, pre. Okay. I didn't even... No, no, that's that... It was combined. Uh... That's him. That's on him. So now you guys get three molestation jokes about Feldman and uh, Michael Jackson combined. Well, don't touch my butthole if I go over that three three mark threshold. So, (laughs) Uh, that was foreplay. Last but certainly not least, we have two voice actors: Howie Mandel, who plays the voice of Gizmo. Yeah, dude, is Howie Mandel even that funny? No, he's great in Little Monsters. Okay, with the yeah, and Bobby's World, cocaine. And, uh, oh, I thought you meant as a human, not as an actor. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, wait, no. What's that one where he's a fucking caveman? It's like Walk Like a Man? Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. It's uh, Deal or No Deal. That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> no Deal. He's very handsome. Is he? He's a bald man. He looks like a fucking milk dud. He's also the voice of Gizmo and Gremlins, too. And then, of course, uh, our favorite voice actor, one of many, I should say, uh, Motherfucking Frank Welker! Frank Welker as Stripe, who of course voices everything, everything every ever. cartoon from the fucking eighties. Yeah, uh, he's uh, f- uh, Fred Jones and Scooby Doo. To this day, knock on wood, dude. I don't want. I can't handle that shit. Yeah, he fucking kicked it. Uh, then he's also uh, Megatron, Starscream, and Soundwave in the Transformers movies and, and cartoons. He's also Scooby Doo now since Don Messick's been out the game for a while. That's right. Yeah. Uh, he's he's Nebler in Futurama. This guy's in tons of shit. Yeah, so. he's a fucking treat. Released in 1984, June of 1984, Nacho's birthday that's month. That's a dumb year. Uh, up against Friday the 13th, Part IV. The final chapter. Uh, Just kidding. <laughs> hate that stupid movie. <laughs> Joke's on you. Uh, I'm joking. Nightmare on Elm Street. Firestarter. 
starring the cocaine fabulous yeah, Drew Barrymore. I want to bring this joke back. So, like, you were saying she was doing fucking blow when she was, like, eight years old yeah, and shit? Yeah, dude. So, crazy. like, what did they do? Like, they have the fucking big fat rail on the table, and they just, like, pick her up by her legs, and she just Kick. wheelbarrows. Blow stand! Blow stand! Uh, Children of the Corn. Chud. Fuck yeah. The Initiation. Which uh, stars Princess, Princess Vespa. Princess Vespa, hell yeah. Ghostbusters, which, save it for the trivia. It's good. And uh, Frankenstein's Great Aunt Tilly, which, uh, just check it out. You know, that classic. How to watch VHS, the CED video disc, which is our first time we get to bring that up. It basically looks like a giant floppy disc. I have some on the walls. Uh, and Betamax, the first time we get to bring it up here on the Shut podcast. Shut up, Beta Cook. Many DVDs, which includes a director's cut that also has alternate takes and uh, longer scenes. Do they have a DVDA copy? They do not. Okay. The 25th anniversary Blu-ray and the triple feature Spielberg Blu-ray, which includes Gremlins 2 and The Goonies. It's got that di- emblem dick stamp so on it. So now it is time uh, to horse around with some maniacs. Do we have an audio cue for that? We don't. Okay, uh, Gentle good. Ben stepped away from the mic. <laughs> he just disappeared. He said, fuck y'all, y'all. <laughs> Did a magic trick. Uh, so, uh, Nachos, you're in charge of this episode. So, Nachos, uh, take it away, buddy. All right, gang, strap in. This is going to be super great. Cause oh, I... wait. Uh, Ben's back. And we're back. All right, Ben. Uh, it's time to horse around with some maniacs. Is really going to enjoy murdering you. <laughs> hey, I'm back. All right. And mm-hmm. we're back. Back. And we're recording Mike, correct? Uh, <clears throat> yes. Okay. Yes. Just correct. Make sure. All right. Double checking. All right. So our yep. m- movie starts out with Rand Peltzer, a failed inventor and probably abusive husband and father, <laughs> in Chinatown trying to score some blow. I'm just kidding. He's looking for a Christmas present for his 38-year-old man-child son who still lives at home. Short round from Indiana Jones at the Temple of Doom pops up. He's like, yo, check out this. What was what was his IMDb name, uh, Gentle Ben? I know you looked this like, up. Oh yeah, let me. Are, are you talking about the the, the little kid from the uh, shop? Let me yes, tell you what it sure is. Right. As portrayed okay. by uh, John Louie, his name in the movie per IMDb is Chinese Boy. That's what you have, <laughs> Chinese Boy. That's fucking dead. Now, real. can you confirm that that's not his real name? No. So this is this is what cracks me up though is the grandfather, the Boston one with the fucking lazy eye thing going on. Uh, that's fucking Key Luke as portrayed as grandfather, a.k.a. Mr. Wing. So my question you know, is, that- why couldn't this be like young man Wing or something like that? Nothing like that. No, no, no. It's Chinese boy. That's what he's fucking known as. Per, per IMDb. This is not me God just making up some Spielberg. racist shit, insensitive shit. It's Dante. fucking Chinese boy. It's the 80s. You could do shit like that. All right, so short round from Temple of Doom pops up. It's like, yo, <laughs> check out my grandfather, Low Pan's underground shop where he sells exotic creatures. Shinsung's Temple. Uh, yeah, that, sir, that's I Mr. Think? Wing. Uh, yeah, anyway, well, Mr. Wing probably runs a human trafficking ring. So. First okay. name, So. You're fired. All right. So Big Ran whips out his bathroom buddy, and it squirts all over his face. Perfect. Um, well, okay, the bathroom buddy is pretty much an all-in-one Swiss Army knife with a toothbrush, toothpaste, It's razor, fucking cool. It's got a shaving know, mirror. Shit like that. It's a weapon. It's, you it's can a, knock out teeth with it. It's a carry-on travel kit that weighs more than 40 pounds, so you can't <laughs> actually check weight. it onto your plane. You could not. This <laughs> thing would legit take down planes. Right. It, it has a, uh, an attachment for that. Okay, so so pretty much. Uh, oh come on, that wasn't even a good joke. 
Uh, all right, Stupid. so making a less... <laughs> all right, so pretty much uh, Rand makes a pretty fucking racist joke at uh, uh, Lopan's expense. In case you got you find yourself with a bad case of dragon breath. That's so fucking... And there's a fucking gong. And I'm like... <laughs> all right, so... Get the whole racial up in this piece. Somebody open a window. Jesus Christ. Yeah, we... No, uh... <laughs> some racist shit. So Big Rand gets distracted and he wanders off because he hears some sing cooing from a crate in the back. And uh, lo and behold, we are introduced to Gizmo, the adorable little Furby. Mogwai. <laughs> Mogwai. So uh, for real though, when a Furby first came out back in the 90s, were you not like... No, there was straight up a lawsuit about that and I think they settled out of court. That's why we have a Gizmo Furby. So this movie would not work now because you would imme- immediately Google, which I did, what Magwe means. It just means devil. Why would you buy the like Cantonese or, little, or little something demon, like I want to yeah. say in Cantonese or Korean or something. It's exactly like what that. old man Pelter was looking for, though. <laughs> I need exactly it. Thank God He's that this like, is here. I need this to be in the house so when I'm gone, it can beat my wife. <laughs> I, I need my half-chud kid to fucking oh, have man. a demon monster. Domestic abuse. We all laugh, right? <laughs> it, it, it's like a poochin' monkey on angel dust, and it hates sunlight. It's like me. Come on. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So anyway, um, you know, fucking... Ooh, can't say that. Uh, so the This old is Chinese your notes! Ma- you literally wrote something in your own notes that you said, can't say that. Dude, this is... <laughs> he hey, plagiarized. Hey, you work the soundboard, okay? I got this. Okay, pal? That's all right, my favorite so- part. Your own notes, you go, well, I can't say that. This He's like, funny. that's racist. Take that, that is out. the funniest goddamn thing I've. Okay, I'm I'm done. Go ahead. He's like, who wrote this? My grandpa. All right. Out. So so old dude's like, yo, I can't tell you that fucking mogwai. It's like, why the fuck is it out on the floor? It's got a price tag, one ninety nine. Right. It's knocked down from like two fifty. Because <laughs> uh, it literally says on sale, everything must go. So Ren is fucking just like, yeah, dude, give me this fucking creature I've never seen in my life. I don't know what it does, but I want He's like, not for sale. Shake brought up a great point last time before we had to recut the episode here. The mulligan. Yes. Uh, he, so he's, Rand's looking for something for his son, and what did you say? I, I think his line is, this is exactly what I've been looking for. Oh, the endangered species you didn't know existed? This was on the list? Animals that I'm going to bring into a different environment and introduce. It's like, oh, do you <laughs> have any? To talk ta- my kids out of one the United States. Dog. It's like, oh, do you have any Tasmanian tigers? No. Yeah. Any dodos? No. Well, what the fuck is this mom? Yeah, I'll take it. No, I've seen the movie <laughs> Frogs. What could go wrong? I've seen Slugs, dude. That's baller. <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, old dude pops out and he slides short round two hundred bucks. He's like, hey, give me this fucking uh, this adorable uh, Furby or whatever the fuck. So then he slides into the fuck. He like he's like, yeah, meet me in the alley in twenty minutes, kind of thing, and I'll bring you. A uh, sex worker with an Asian chick with green eyes. Ah, oh, just kidding. Wrong movie. So no, anyway, it's just crazy law. Just crazy law. <laughs> so anyway, uh, kid shows up with the mogwai. He's like, "All right, all right, fat ran. I'm gonna break it down. These are the fucking do's and do nots of owning a mogwai. Rule number one: no bright light, especially sunlight. It'll kill him, just like me. Number two: don't eat its asshole. No matter how much it cries or begs, don't eat its fucking asshole. <laughs> number three: don't get him wet. I'll just leave that one alone. Okay. Not microwave safe. Don't throw that motherfucker in a microwave. Number five. Do not feed them after midnight. All right. I love how all of these rules are broken. Every single one of these fucking rules are broken. Right. It is laid out very clearly. Don't do these things. And they're like, you know what? 
we're going to fucking do all of them. So let's go. Like no, <laughs> fucking buckle like no, in because everything's about to happen to these goddamn things. Just to be clear, number two was not broken. Yes, nobody's Ooh, eating Z. a bottle <laughs> <Z>. or <laughs> asshole or whatever no, the, the hell he said. Billy's fucking spreading his little brown eye and then uh, Gizzy's like, <laughs> All right, now that I'm done ruining everybody's childhood, we cut to the titular, the title card, Gremlins. And it's all right. So cut to the town of Kingston Fall, which I'm pretty motherfucking sure is Hill Valley from Back to the Future. 100% it is. 100%. But who, who gives a shit, right? All right. Where the town folk are all starting their day. Little shithead fucking kids have this snowball fight. This chick's reading uh, Babysitter's Club or what have you, Will. And this fucking... <laughs> Little psychopath, I'm pretty sure it's Macaulay Culkin from The Bad Son, runs up with his fucking it's the good iceberg. Son. Good son. Oh, the oh. Bad it's a classic. Son. No, it's it's the what's the one with the chick from back in the fifties? It's like the bad bad seed, bad which seed. is a remake. So suck up a dick. Uh, did we already talk about this? Is Hill Valley? Yeah, yeah, we did that. Okay, okay. So this fucking chick is reading this book, and this kid just crushes a fucking iceberg on her head, and I'm sure she has like down tards now or some shit. Uh, and anyway, that's just day to day. That's that's a life in Hill Valley. All right, <laughs> <laughs> something falls. So uh, uh, all right. So in the Times Square, uh, there is a Christmas tree lot where you find a very young, unmolested Corey Feldman wearing a tree. Okay, that's one. I'll take it. That's one. So at this I point, he was not molested. Sans MJ. Fuckered. That's two. Okay, so this is pre Michael no, Jackson wait, wait. in the. Yes, Gremlins inside movie. his. Okay, his okay, right. he's asking. Okay, okay, all right, I'll let that slide. Right. More of a question, right. more than uh, did he touch his butthole at this point. So let's go. You're good. Now we're now we're fucking. No, Mogwai rule number two: don't eat his asshole. Yeah. Okay, Corey uh, Feldman rule number two: don't touch my asshole because I'll go on Oprah in fucking 17 years and bitch about it. Okay, and don't let him <laughs> act in anything over the age of 40. I think. Remember that's when she the... used to like. Like, now she's got, like, her own network and shit like that. But Bill Burr brought this up. It's like, you fucking made your fucking, like, you made your bank on the backs of, like, little people. And, like, shit for, like, the first five years, it was, like, little people who had my babies. And, she, like, she was, like, Ricky Lake and Jerry and, Springer. Yeah. Right? Like, that's what she did. Was it Oprah? People, people forget. Was it Oprah that Corey Feldman went on when he dressed up like fucking Kylo Ren and had that weird-ass music video thing happen where all the girls were dressed up as angels? And oh, it was my... like this super bizarre shit. What the fuck? Right. What 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 show was that? Was that Oprah? Sounds like Maury Poe, bitch. Uh, <laughs> oof. All right, so I'll make a little detour here and how fucking insane Corey Feldman is. So Corey Feldman has a uh, biography. Guess what it's called? Choreography. <laughs> Dead <laughs> fucking serious, dude. I wish I was making this I shit know up. the answer, but it's so funny every time I uh, hear it. He also has a fucking like rap album or something with Snoop Dogg and fucking Fred Durst. I'm not making this shit up. Uh, the director? Yeah. The critically acclaimed director. All right. So anyway, back Sporky to... Pig. He had a band. <laughs> I had, he had a band at some point in time, right? It was... um. Floppy Creed? croissant or something. Yeah, it was Creed. It was Creed. Yeah. <laughs> MF Doom would have never put up with that shit. God rest your soul. Drink up. To MF Doom. To MF Doom. To MF fucking Doom. Motherfucker right, fucking man. Doom. All right, moving on. All right. So anyway, Corey Feldman and his dad are running a tree lot, and um, fucking dirty cop rolls up, and he's like, hey, you know what look really cool down at the station? A free tree. And then fucking dude behind him is just like, hey. That's a bribe. Eh. He's pretty much like, hey, or you know what? You could fucking buy one. So at this point, Corey <laughs> Feldman is in a little tree costume. So he's like, more man than tree. I just wanted to shake him. 
All right. So, all right. So, across town, we cut to the Billy Peltzer waking up, starting his day off, getting in his fucking stupid little red Volkswagen, which is frozen solid, with the amazing good boy Barney. Barney the dog. A.K.A. Mushroom from Pumpkinhead. Same dog. All right. That's right. We covered that down in the episode that'll never get Never happen. Pumpkinhead. All right. So, anyway... um. Yeah, Billy's dicking around with his car, and Mr. Futterman, a.k.a. Dick Miller, uh, is fucking bragging about his, uh, what is it, Kentucky Harvester? His Kentucky Harvester, the Which, goddamn plow that starts for the every time in the past 15 years. Real talk, I don't think that shit's street legal, but, uh, oh, oh, I got scared for a minute. Plowing fields and bitches. That's right. Brought because... that joke back from the original 30 that we did. All right, because Mr. Futterman rolls up with 22s on the back of his tractor. Motherfucker, what? Then Mr. Futterman starts making a bunch of xenophobic statements, but we'll let it slide because it's Dick Miller. And goddamn, dude, that, good, that guy is fucking great. Goddamn piece of shit foreign fucking cars. Foreigners. You know, foreign parts that never start. The colored people. In Gotta the get yourself a new fountains. American-made car. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. No, women can vote now. <laughs> um, anyway, Billy's like... Blacks and Jews. <laughs> running running Hollywood. Okay, now we're just doing Alex Jones. <laughs> and the fucking Filipinos are going to make we're gonna, what, we're gonna, what we're going to see here, boys, is the uh, repeat of 1776. We're going to go back to the... Uh... <laughs> Where did Ben go? Welcome to the podcast, Alex Jones. <laughs> no, the, uh, global, the globalists, the global elitist lizard people... Uh, the the draconian archon mages that are gonna. When he talks like that, he sounds like my great grandma. She was a smoker, so she just had that like kind of stoma voice. Stoma. They're gonna taint the. Uh, they're gonna taint the water <laughs> supply and turn all the fucking frogs gay. So we need uh, Alex <laughs> Jones boner pills. You can find them at infowars.com. Um, if you want to get off the fucking flat earthers cock and fucking start buying shit that will uh, cure you of this disease, infowars.com. So I I did not know that what's the 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 camp that all the there's a conspiracy there's a camp that all the like politicians and CEOs go to and he broke David it. Oh that, that, that's <laughs> I'll give dude props for you that. Gotta look it up. He was on the Joe Rogan it's straight podcast fuck. nowhere near as good as this podcast <laughs> Amateur uh, Hour Let me tell you something Eddie Bravo why, why don't you let me tell you something guy, real quick He's the guy that broke in there and took pictures of it so. Yeah, I'll, I'll give dude props for that. Okay, I'm going to detour real quick because like, we haven't done that enough. So I was not drunk at all, and I was not at a fast food restaurant in the drive-thru. Captain D's. No, another horrible story. <laughs> so I'm at fucking like, uh, Jack in the Crack in Troy, and I'm getting my breakfast garbage, and I look over out the window. Somebody took a bunch of InfoWar like, fucking... You did! You brought it up last time! Oh, did I? Well, it's such a good story! Anyway, it wasn't good then. It ain't good now, man. I'm gonna fuck your face. All right. We're anyway, big, I hope so. We're real big on recycling here at yeah, the Here no Comes the Sushi podcast. Hey, that was not last... cans, but jokes. That was yeah. last year, man. Get <laughs> fucked. Whatever. Oh, first last year joke of the fucking fucking new year. Bop, 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 bop. The right. uh, socialist oh. Democrats want you to recycle jokes. So uh, the, uh... Pot... <laughs> <laughs> the pot belly goblin liberals. That's the way they want you to hear it. All right, anyway, so Billy figures he doesn't want to get fired from his fucking job, so him and his beautiful Barney hoof it. Billy shows up at the bank, and I guess it's national bring your fucking dog to work day because Barney's just hanging out under his desk. Dude, he's got himself like a little fucking crash pad with like a dog mat and like a special collar or like a like a leash that's tied to like a hook inside there. 
Which uh, it's like doesn't it's work, fucking by the way. made. It's like it's fucking made for a dog. And then they're so surprised when a fucking pH feline. Can you imagine? Well, feline, you fucking f- rob that bank and it's like, get in there and give me the cash. And then fucking Barney pops out and rips your throat out. I'd be like, oh, okay, here's 20 for the dog. And then he's like, he's a real nice dog. He doesn't do this. Really? He just attacked an old woman. Not Granted, she's a miserable oh, bitch. Spoiler but. alert. Yeah, yeah, we're not there yet. Sorry. We're not there yet, right. Ben. Fuck. All right. So anyway, uh, then the amazing Phoebe Cates, who I will only refer to as Phoebe, Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates and her fucking puffy-ass fucking oh shoulders. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. What, I thought you were going to say nipples. She does have some So it cracks nipples. me up, dude, because so, so this is real. Phoebe Cates quit acting, and so she married Kevin Klein, by the way, and they're like it's 16 Ken, years. Did she really? Kill me. Yes, That's serious. And they're still together. And she still looks good. Really? And she yeah. does. Wow. Uh, but, pardon me, uh, since she did Fast Time uh, and she did uh, Lace, uh, she was afraid of getting typecasted in like sexual roles, which actually was a problem because Dante and Spielberg wanted her for this role. And everybody else was like, no, dude, like, it's not going to work. She's a whore. I could understand the like, fear, though, because Jamie Lee Curtis had the same fear of becoming a scream queen, and she didn't want to do that. So, so that's she, why she, she went to did this places, role. And, because you got to go legit to show them tits. Right? So she did this role, because she does. She shows her tits in lace and stuff. So, and uh, is there a titty scene in Fast Times from her? I don't think so. Uh, uh, but anyway. So she did this role, and then she did, like, obviously Drop Dead Fred. She did, like, some sort of princess movie in, like, 96. That was ah, her last Princess movie. Sits on Dicks. Yeah, I've uh, seen oh, that one. Oh, Princess Bride. Yeah. And uh, and so um, she, so she, she retired. But, like, the funny part about it is, like, she retired to be a mom. But, like, since Fast Time, uh, every, like, role that she's in, she's literally just in, like, mom clothes. Right? Like, these 80s poofy fucking shoulders things. Ooh, like, like Drop Dead Fred. She's the burbs. It's just, yeah, it's just long fucking dresses. Like, she's, like, uh, you know, Episcopalian. Like, I'm just not quite sure what was going on with her <laughs> styling choice here. Maybe it's just the casting. It's like you're afraid of getting typecast in one way and you get typecast in another. But she did. She she quit acting uh, because of that because she didn't want to get typecasted as a sex, like, as, as, a, as like a sexy, oh, this is all I'm going to be. It's just like some sort of brainless hot chick kind of thing. And, uh, You're kind of dipping into that Alex Jones a little too hard. See, it's 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 intense. It just makes it just made me laugh. It just made me laugh. Yeah, I but think anyway. Reb, Rebel Wilson had the same problem. She didn't want to get uh, typecast into this super sexy fucking smoking. Her and Mel- Melissa McCarthy both did. Yeah, Tara Reid had that problem. She's like, you know what I want. No, she's got a lot of problems. I don't think acting is one of them because you got to be in movies to fucking act until you give birth in a shark with your fucking clothes on. Until you see them mangled fucking. Titties. Hey, also Jesus Corey Christ, Feldman. He's in one of the Sharknados. That's how we bring that back. Jesus, have you seen? Tara Reid's titties are fucking awful. Jesus Christ, it, it looks like fucking brunch at my grandma's house. I've seen them after the boob job. Yo, dude, she's smoking a Van Wilder. That's all I can say. That's it. And that's that's legit. Hey, so anyway, back to this movie called Gremlins. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah, smoking ass Phoebe Cates shows up. He's got up, his hand on the and, wheel. Uh, and uh, she, she's signing this petition to make uh, Dory's, the local bar, a uh, national landmark because crotchety ass old geezer tits fucking miss deacle i'm gonna smash her head oh it's a deleted scene okay did you watch did you watch the director's cut that's not i did it's it's it's, so there's a whole subplot it it, yeah it's kind of in the regular movie but i'm bringing it into fruition okay that is definitely not in mine was i supposed to watch the director's cut because all i did uh no i didn't get the memo either was i supposed to watch this movie (laughs) (laughs) yeah you watch fucking critters 3 with leo (laughs) decrapion and shit anyway so they're supposed to um because mrs deacle is like 
low-key buying up all the property so she can Eagle. Oh, well, fuck that bitch. Whatever. Anyway. Uh, so anyway, Miss Eagle tits or whatever her face, she's buying up all the property so she can sell to, like, Exxon or some such shit like that. Exxon Valdez is coming into Ohio. So anyway. None of this is in the movie. You just watched this on Angel Dust. I, I did. <laughs> God, so this Christmas. does sound like it's the stuff from the director's cut. Yeah, all right. So then bitch ass Miss is it Deagle or Deagle? Deagle. Like Beagle Deagle, with a D. Deagle, Deagle, Deagle. Okay, she shows up and she's holding this fucking snowman's head and she, it's like it's a Bavarian limited Dude, edition. I like how she's fucking like walking down the street before she gets to the bank and she's like push me. I was like, get out of my way. Oh, she is. And like, did uh, you catch that chick with her two kids? You yeah, know? she stops you. She's like, Mrs. Deagle, uh, my my husband just got hired on at the factory and I just got a job myself and we're going to be two weeks late. Can you talk to the bank and please don't like, because she's the landlady. It's like, kick us out. And she's like, me and the bank have one mission and that's to make money. She's pretty much Mr. Burns. Oh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. But, like, She's not like cool. Jeff Bezos of the fucking late 80s. <laughs> that Lex Luthor looking ass motherfucker. All right, yeah. It's Piss so, in a what, jar. Don't walk away from the line, asshole. Dude, what, what, what does Mrs. Deagle tell her? It's like, uh, what is it? It's like, oh, you know what you... What, it's like, Mom, I'm hungry. It's like, oh, I know what you want for Christmas or some shit like that. It's dude. rough. Yeah, dude. She, she's a stone cold. Some evil shit. Very Bad evil news. shit. So then she pops in and just straight cuts in line because she runs the town anyway. Jesus, are we still on the first page? No, we ju- we're at the very bottom. We just God got there. damn. All right. It, anyway, anyway. This is like tw- not even 20 minutes into the movie at this point. <laughs> well, I mean, we've been at this, this for is the 43 scene. minutes into this part of the podcast. <laughs> all right, all right. Hour and a half overall. All right, all right. So Miss Deagle is just like, you know, th- your fucking dog broke my collectible, expensive, figuring snowman kind of thing. And if I had my way, I'm going to throw him in my fucking dryer. She's and like, you better this. hope the fucking pound gets him before I do because they're going to put him to sleep gently. If I get him, I'm going to put him in the fucking dryer. Now, did you okay, catch this the- is my least favorite part of the entire fucking movie. Oh, because oh, oh. I am like, dude, Hold up, okay, we'll out of there. everything we'll that happens with the fucking gremlins, this is the most evil shit that happens in the entire movie. Straight up. You just said, Straight if up. I get, if the pound gets him before me, they'll put him to sleep gently. If not, I'm going to put him in my fucking dryer. He'll have a like, slow what kind of fucking death. crazy? That's how she's going to start it, she says. Dude, and, the guy... and everybody like doesn't bat an eye at it. Everybody's just like, oh, yeah, she's going to put him in the dryer. Like, fucking what? Dude, this is some crazy evil shit. This is horrible. I, I love the guy. That? In line behind uh, her, he's like, "Yeah, that'll do it." Yeah, yeah, the guy, yeah, the guy, fucking behind. That'll work. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, that'll fucking kill him. How about you stop this crazy evil bitch from fucking <laughs> putting a dog in the dryer? That's a fucking Can't great she idea. She owns the power plant here in fucking Springfield. Exactly, exactly. So Barney is straight up tired of this fossil cunt flapping her jaw about what she's gonna do or not do. So he's like. Goes DMX. Oh, oh, you gonna do what, bitch? Jumps over the <laughs> counter. Dogs it. X gonna give it to you. And then fucking Barney just hops that motherfucker. Fucking Goldberg spears her old ass. And she starts fucking feigning a heart attack. Talking shit on Billy's dad like your dad's an old. Puts her out like she's fucking Bret Hart three years past his prime. Dude. Take that, Aaron Southworth from the Horrible Horror Podcast. Check him out. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> I All fucking right. promise you, if I were her husband, I would go fucking Chris Benoit on the entire fucking family. <laughs> what? Well, uh, I'm got... pretty sure there's no Mr. Deagle. No, he dead. He dead. Uh, we'll get to that, though. Yeah, no wonder why. <laughs> Fuck that, bitch. Fuck that, bitch. All right. So, um, anyway, so R- Judge Reinhold's like, oh, I'll help you out, Miss Deagle, because I, I, I want I want to get up in that fucking casket of sorrow. 
so anyway, and she's like feigning a heart attack and like, whoa, my old heart. And then so anyway, uh, nobody cares because uh, Judge Reinhold's a punk bitch. Billy heads to the local bar door. He's... Well, uh, the dog, uh, the, the president of the bank's like, Billy, what the fuck's with the dog? And then Judge Reinhold's like being fucking repeating piece of shit. He's like, yeah, Billy, what the fuck with the dog? Get the dog out of here. They're not Jersey. That's just me being. Then me. fucking Barney Lowkey pulls a razor out of his boot. And he's like, we got a problem. <laughs> Right. Whoa! <laughs> and scene. All right. So yeah, they're like, get the fuck out of here with your fucking dog. Which I gotta be honest. Look, Barney, I love you, but you don't belong in the bank, Billy. You should know better. Yeah, nothing Yo. like that. Fucking Judge Reinhold just sucking cock the whole time. Like, why don't you Dude, shut Judge the Reinhold's fart like out of my ass? a hard ass in this one. Nah, he's like a fucking very anti Judge Reinhold bitch league. Yeah, he's he's well, a fucking brown nosing bitch. The whole fucking oh fuck that guy. Hey, he's the youngest vice president uh, of the in the history of that bank. Twenty three years yeah, old, man. That's farts. Like seventy three people that, that live in the town, and he's gonna make it there. Guys, thing. quit hating. Kingston Falls, twenty three. Hey, he's, he's like got the vice cable. President. He even brags about he's it. Got... I didn't even have cable. He's all right. Yeah, because you were poor. Okay, he was not. <laughs> oh, he was the youngest vice president. Uh, we had a Super Nintendo and a divorce. Oh, God, here we go. Let's not bring up the Super Nintendos and divorces. We know what All happens right, in the uh, reject room when we bring that up. <laughs> All right, you fucking I lose friends. Heads. All right, keep it down. All right. <laughs> Billy, Billy heads to the local bar to hang out with motherfucking Chuck Jones, the famous animator, and he's showing off uh, some dragon-headed picture of Miss Deagle kind of thing. He's like, oh, it's pretty good. It's like, Is that really Chuck Jones? Yeah, that's fucking Chuck Jones, dude, because Because I thought it was actually him. Mr. Jones, yeah, because him and fucking Joe Dante are the mother-in-law suite. No, that's Tex Avery, dude. I know. I just love. I heard you say dragon-headed. Is that kind of the same vein as dragon-breathed? Is this some kind of racist thing that that I don't that I don't know yet? Like, I just had to bring it up because we're never gonna talk about Tex Avery because I know you hate Tex Avery. I fucking love Tex Avery, dude. You hate Tex Avery? No, I hate Chuck Jones. I know you do. I I just love. Actually, I don't hate Chuck Jones. I just hate his Tom and Jerry shit. So it's yeah, you're not a Tom and Jerry guy. You, I mean, you like Tom and Jerry, just not his Chuck Jones stuff. But you do like Chuck Jones, uh, Roadrunner, fucking Wiley Cody. I'm more of a second pager to the fucking script kind of guy. So so for those that are listening, and we're kind of arguing right here, Chuck Jones is an animator for Looney Tunes, Uh, Warner Brothers. Yeah, yes, which is this is a Warner Brothers property. Goddamn right. Which you see a ton of Warner Brothers. You see Sylvester, and you see. Tweety, E.T., Bugs Bunny uh, in the Toy Store later on. Anyway, he's an animator. He did a ton of Bugs Bunny. He did all of the uh, rabbit season, duck season, rabbit season, duck season. Chuck Stone is is an accomplished animator. He's done some real banger shit. I just don't care for his Tom and Jerry stuff. Almost every fucking Wile E. Coyote Roadrunner skit Mm -hmm. or or Wile E. Coyote versus uh, Sam and and, uh, the dog, the sheepdog. I think Uh, he might be responsible for Greedy Daffy. Um, not Looney Daffy. What do we get? What do we got? So he did. He did. Hell yeah! See, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Too bad what, what struck me was, I always kind of regarded Gremlins as like a PG movie. Is it PG or PG? Uh, so, no, PG thirteen. PG thirteen. It is not. I and mean, we will get to that in the trivia. What? I thought yes, it was PG thirteen. It is not. It's I all had, the hardcore sex scenes. It it might right. be now. So like the new cut, like his cut, because it's a re. It's a. It's not a re release. And we're on. We're on. It is audio a. Uh, only. It is a uh, right. uh, uh, basically that's a new movie. His director's cut that is PG thirteen. However, the original is PG, and we will get into that. Well, the first really? movie to come out okay. with a PG thirteen uh, was Temple of Doom, and that came out eighty four. It did also. not. So, no, no. And well, I again, we'll get into it. I had to. I had to pull up the bar drawing, and it's it's graphic. Yeah. It's Do I need to get into graphic. it now? Or nah, we'll get oh, there. Yeah. All it right. Is a but anyway, yeah. 
Chuck Jones, Tex Avery, Animators, Warner Brothers, Looney Tunes, check it out. All right, so Billy's having a beer, and Judge Reinhold's character, Gerald, shows up and starts flexing on Billy about how awesome his fucking assistant bank manager job is. Nobody cares. It's like three years. I'm going to be the manager of the bank. Youngest manager in history. He's a teller. He's he's, a teller. Right, right. Fucking delusions of grandeur and shit. Yeah, Peltzer. The people in this town drive... Captain Clip-On. He's like, you're paying for your whole... You're fucking supporting your whole family. Yeah, Yeah. Is that like the creme de la creme in this fucking town? Like, I'm gonna be the manager of a fucking bank. Or you could go to college and do something else. It's either that or that badass Burger King that's attached to the movie theater. Yeah, you know what's right next door to the Burger King? An animal shelter. Should you not? That's suspicious. Your, Can I say uh, something, though, your aspiration. King? I, I, I want to say this. Burger King actually has some bomb ass burgers. I'm just gonna fucking say it. They don't have good tacos. They have good burgers. They have, like, they have dog good burgers. Shit tacos. Not Charbon. mad at their chicken fries. I just want to touch chicken on fries the, are this guy's delicious. aspiration the, uh, is two, three for five or whatever. I think it is two, three for five. Yeah. Get like a burger or some chicken fries. You can have okay, it your way. Shake. Go ahead. No, I just wanted to touch on that the guy's aspiration is to run a bank in a town where a guy drives a broke-down John Deere to the bar. So it's <laughs> a Kentucky harvester that has never given him a problem in 15 years. Starts every time. Must be but it's not a Toyota. It runs off of racism. <laughs> all right, gang. All right. Okay, anyway. he's a, he, uh, The fucking Judge Reinhold is your typical 80s yuppie douchebag scum. And so, like... Uh, he's like, oh, guess who was almost unemployed today? <laughs> you. And then, yeah, like, Phoebe Billy. Kate shows up, and we find out that she's pretty much doing, like, pro bono bartending at, at fucking Dory's. So, oh, I just came here the Thursday. joke is is that because she actually works for tips. So, back then, there was no wages. There was no standardized wages for bartenders and waitresses. Like that. So, it was strictly tips. So, that's the joke there. It's just, that was the norm then. So, it's just kind of like, if you don't know, you don't know. I love. Where's the, the joke? That's pretty much the same in 2020. Well, because they, they do get like what, like two bucks an hour. Two thousand twenty-one, sir. Ooh. Well, we'll, well. Pay you a, we'll pay you a diet coke and tips I'm to work here per hour. No, we yeah, said how much diet is not just getting paid for that fucking reduction sauce? That's I, I, what I, I want to know. Uh, all right, so. Um, <laughs> What we, uh, where was I? Where was I? Okay, yeah, so fucking Phoebe Cates comes up, and, and uh, Judge Reinhold's, like, trying to lay his back. He's like, hey, you should come check out my new apartment. She's like, I haven't seen your old apartment. <laughs> She's Solid like, joke. I got cable. It's like, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. That's Cincinnati the, Jeff doesn't have cable. That's the mid-80s Netflix She's never chill. Dated Come over and watch cable. I actually still, now I don't have cable. All right, so. But I got Hulu. Hey, Point I got cutters. Tubi, motherfucker. What's up? <laughs> Tubi have, and chill? They have live sports. <laughs> What is it, Fubo and chill? It was Pluto and chill. Fubo and get the fuck out, because this motherfucker's broke. (laughs) All right, back at the Peltzer house, Billy comes home and slams the door a little too hard, which causes one of the decorative swords to fall off the wall. You guys ever been to somebody's house and they just have decorative swords hanging out? Which comes to play later in the movie. This house. (laughs) This house has decorative swords. Yo, those are lightsabers, dude. No, there's a sword. (laughs) It's a sword? No, it's S-words, Jake. S-words. All right, the let me. The pen is mightier. Every time I look down, General Ben is just gone from he, his chair. He'd be pissing. All right, honestly, let's bring back the decorative wall swords because fuck this live, laugh, and love shit. <laughs> when a motherfucker walks into your house, what dance you like no one's watching. No, fuck that. Swords. Swords. And you know what? Why laugh, live, and love when it can be fucking stabbing time? All right. Uh, Billy's mom asks if you know he can help with dinner, and we yet we meet yet another one of Rand's stupid fucking inventions that don't work. 
It's the egg cracking machine. You guys saw this thing. It is fun, dude. Yeah, is it? Or you could just crack the egg with your fucking hands. Because it, it's like a chicken and it pops the egg out and then cracks it and then fucking sends it down the chute. Did this machine make an appearance in Back to the Future? Uh, something similar made it an appearance in the Back to the Future, yes. Also, okay, so the machine is going, and I love this look Billy shares with his mom, just like, Jesus Christ, do we have to use this fucking thing? And she's like, your dad's inventions worked real well when they first Yeah, they're good for about a week, then they fucking crap out. It's like, Mom, Dad's not here. Can I just crack this egg? It's just like, no. Do it over the sink. Take the fucking eggs out of the fridge, load them up in this stupid chicken machine or whatever (laughs) the the fuck. Chicken shoot. She's just, fuck howdy. All right. But she she relents, and she's like, just fucking do it in the sink, Billy. Just move on. Mom, can we just get a... It's just like, Mom, can Dad get a real job so the fucking town will stop making fun of us? Like, everybody makes fun of us, dude. Like, everybody's so fucking mean. All right, all right. Whoa, okay. Uh, all right, so Rand comes home in the front door and has a present for Billy. They turn down the lights and have a family fuck fest and bear back with Barney. I'm just kidding. What? <laughs> they open up the box and it's a gizmo. And um, he's a mogwai, and he pops out. And Barney, the dog, straight up looks like he wants to fucking eat this thing. And I kind of side with Barney a little bit. So. Uh, yeah. All right. Strange meat. Uh, Got to put it in my mouth. You know what? Uh, I didn't realize this until a week ago. Do you know why Gizmo's name is Gizmo? Because Rand Peltzer is a fucking inventor. Yeah, that never dawned well, on me. Well, that's stupid. That's fucking stupid. But hey, whatever. That's You're right. stupid. Fuck me. <laughs> anyway. Hey. So, Mom busts out a camera and snaps a picture of Gizmo with a flash on, or flash out, and uh, he flips out. And dumbass Rand's like, oh, yeah, uh, Forgot by the about way, the, rules. the magic rules, uh, yeah. this fucking... Forgot about the three laws. Short ro- <laughs> short round told me about, number one, dry clean only. Chinese number, boy. Number two, never wear white after Labor Day. Number three, <laughs> bring to a boil, stir the noodles in later. <laughs> did, did you have a thing, Ben? No, I just I'm I'm enjoying listening to the uh, how fucking how fucking stupid I like this how, is. Like fucking Gizmo has like somehow got attached to Rand. And he's like hugging and fucking like hiding in his vest. Dude, this thing could have like Chinese devil rickets or whatever the fuck. Or the coronavirus. It's called SARS. All right. So okay. Later on, Billy and Gizmo start. Uh, uh let me burn through this sentence real quick. Later on, Billy and Gizmo start mixing up some fat beats on the fucking keyboard, and Billy decides to put a little Santa hat on on his glizzy. He puts a mirror out. Oh, he pulls a mirror out, and he blinds him with a reflection, and he falls into the trash can, and he cuts himself, so he bandages him up and puts him in bed next to him. Some animal you've never seen ever, you just plop in bed next to you. Okay. Smoke break! And smoke break. And we're back from the smoke break. Nachos, where do we leave off? All right. The very next morning, Billy goes down to get a glass of orange juice, but rather than buying it from the store, he has to fuck around with another horrible Randy Peltzer invention. This is my favorite invention. LLC. Oh, my God. All right. So, guys, take it away. How does this fucking monstrosity work? I like how it's resting on the oranges that it needs to use. At first, like, every time I see this, I'm like, oh, is it like ceramic oranges? It's like decorative. But it's not. It's real oranges, and he grabs it. It's it's the peeler juicer. It's the Peltzer peeler juicer. Not a boy. And he throws it in, and it's supposed to peel the orange, and then and then like you know like dice the orange up and like you know julienne it or whatever, and like make fucking like fresh juice out of like every part all, of the orange. All things not needed to make orange juice, basically. Right. right. Why, so, why do I need to peel it? It starts out, you know, it works okay for like a second. Billy's like getting a little juice, and then it like it freaks out, and it 
so over the top that it, it <laughs> goes through its possibly two bags of oranges and right? just fucking covers the kitchen in pulp and just fucking nasty orange guts. Just fucking bukkakis. And it's all like, how did this kitchen. all come from one? Like, where did this orange come from? I'm not mad. I mean, that's, that's this orange was horny to get that wet. Oh, yeah, dude. There. Well, yeah. speaking of yep. wet, little Corey Feldman drops off the Christmas tree. No, no, that's that's pre molestation. Okay, yes. That, uh, that now, now you're at you're at two. You're at two. You guys get one more, and then I'm cutting you off. All right. Uh, anyway, so uh, rule of three. I guess he he drops a tree off, and then he's just like, "Hey, come on upstairs. Let's fucking hang out." And then this is really weird. Let's listen to some Dave Matthews band and hang out. Come on upstairs. And he, he takes his shirt off in front of him, and this is very uncomfortable. And, uh, this is your last one you get. I'm not even making a joke here. Uh, all right, so oh Clearly. wait, no, no, I have, I have a banger. All right, so <laughs> him and Gizmo start getting naked in front of him like uh, Spider-Man's fiercest foe, Skip. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I have to look at the power pack one right now. All right, well that's that's a little inside joke. Our listeners get it. That doesn't count. That's too no. Good. That's okay. All right, so then, like, they're hanging out, and he's, he, they're talking comics and some such shit. Oh, great stuff. I mean, they're making up fake comics, but, like, I love this because oh. watching this scene, this is so fun because this is something that was huge in the 80s that is not big now, is you have, like, um, Journey into Mystery. Laser Man? Tarantula uh, Man? No wonder you're hiding them from your parents. Uh, Conan the Barbarian comics and stuff like that. Like Conan stuff the that- Librarian. No, nothing that's ever popular now and like definitely was like huge in the 80s and like kind of fell off kind of thing in like the late 80s early 90s but those comics were huge they were big fucking shit like big deal and i like yeah. it because as a comic book collector of course here we are in the fucking library of the cnc fart factory um cnc fart i got a ton factory, of that baby. stuff and what i find very interesting is i can pick those kind of things up for like super cheap and the, the stories are great they're just so totally just 80s themselves with you know just fighting monsters with swords and shields and you got like the he-man comics with sonya and everything like that like it's just it's nuts you got conan and his all his, his band of bitches and i just really enjoy that just kind a of stuff. frank frazetta wet dream oh yeah dude okay. but it's just you don't get to see that anymore now it's all spider-man superman and i get it like conan and like all that stuff hey buddy what that sells, goes though, in nowhere right? oh yeah but in the 80s it did and it was huge because of it and i love seeing that Seeing those comics sitting around, those particular ones, not just like more amazing fantasies and action comics and things like that. Big fan of the what ifs. All right. Like what if we we kept going on with the script? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So little dipshit Corey Feldman fucking knocks some uh, paintbrush water. Uh, on to Gizmo, and Gizmo starts freaking the fuck out. Someone's like, what is this shit? And he's like, Billy's like, it's just water. (sighs) Sorry. Pete Fontaine. Yeah, fucking Pete. Pete Fontaine, let me sing you a song about a wet mogwai. <laughs> All right. So uh, then he turns into like a fucking, honestly, I don't know how popples didn't sue the fuck out of these guys. Because what's a popple? It's a fucking free animal that turns into a ball. I huh. think this came first. Okay, not going to make a joke. Moving on. Uh, 
<laughs> so anyway, they're fucking around with these little furry, gross, lumpy, nut fuzzy things, and they turn into little cute the little mogwai eggs. But ah, fucking paper cut myself. All right, anyway, so they so they, Gizmo gets wet and yes. he pops out little mogwai eggs, little furry eggs that turn into mogwai. Yeah, right there in front of him, and he ends up with five extra ones. See, I'm I'm thinking fuzzy eggs. I'm going Mandalorian with those Javas were eating those fucking little fuzzy eggs. All right, <laughs> and we're back. So yeah, no, this batch of mogwai look a little fucked up. Like they're not all there. Some are kind of derped out, and then you get Stripe, and you know, so you know how Stripe got that white stripe in his hair is Billy uh, jizzed on his fucking <laughs> pillow, and then he he wiped his dick clean on Stripe's forehead. So, so I want to uh, ask you this because this Corey is not get explained in the first one. And does it get explained in the second one? I don't think it does. Why is it that the uh, Mogwai that come from Gizmo are shitty evil? I don't know, man. Like, Maybe there's no explanation. Kind of... Like, Gizmo is super were sweet. Were they after midnight? Maybe that's why, because I they were it was, born after midnight? I thought it was after they ate the chicken. No, no. Because Mo- Gizmo doesn't eat the chicken. Right? So they're no, shitty. He's a good boy. They're shitty beforehand. And you, oh. you see them act a fool. Yeah, they're, they're little fuckers. They're yeah. not cool. But they weren't born till after midnight because they f- he accidentally fed them after midnight because they of the did, clock that's issue. Like, that's later they on. didn't change to, into gremlins till after midnight. But they were because born it Mogwai. pushes the story but they were forward. Born shitty. That's and they were why. born little assholes because they try, like Stripe tries to bite. Unlike this podcast. Dude, Stripe tries Fontaine. to take his fucking knuckle off. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right, and then Barney the dog is looking concerned as shit. Real talk. Barney, the fucking amazing dog, should have just eaten those fucking little chuds, and then just we've been done with that. All right, okay. Billy goes to tell his dad about trouble with Mogwai, but Rand won't shut the fuck up about his bathroom buddy for real. Billy accidentally hits the bukkake button on it because well, he added the shaver down. Yeah, added another thing that makes it so where you can't go on a fucking plane with it. All right. So then he tells his dad what happens. What ha- what happens when you get them wet? They multiply. It's not TSA approved. And fucking. This is where I would have. That's what happens multiplied. when you get anything wet. Th- multiply. This is where I would have made a hundred of them and sold them at two hundred dollars a piece and made a profit. Plus. All right. Well, I'll take you plus me equals. Is that, my, us. is that why my wife doesn't have any kids? I haven't gotten her wet yet. <laughs> Easy, Ben Shapiro. Oh! Shapiro! No, fuck that guy. All right, so anyway. Ben Shapiro, the uh, the uh, fucking uh, background cuck for AOC. I'm going to drop a yeah, brick we'll fucking... on his head. <laughs> all right, so anyway. Um, I made this political. Sorry, guys. I'm going to do that shit all night, baby. All right, so Rand, you can see his fucking gear spin, and he's Scrooge McDuck, and he's like, oh, my God, we can turn these into the Peltzer pet. I'm just like. Rand, shut the fuck up. You don't so even he, know what this shit is. You've had it for five hours. He sees them hang out, and he's like, all right, so there's a bunch of Mogwai. You see a bunch of them. Uh, like one's like playing like a like open a bunch of Christmas plays and he play, he's playing playing one of like the little brass Christmas little, instruments. Yeah, it's like a like a like a Trumpets. saxophone trumpet thing, and then the rest of them are playing the Coleco Vision handheld Donkey Kong. That's dope as fuck though. Seriously, that is badass. But like they're being shitty. Like Stripes playing it, and he's like, "That's the leader," and he like pukes spits at the one who's Jesus playing the fucking fu- brass instrument. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like these kind, these guys, they're not nice like Gizmo. They're fucking kind of evil they're little, they're already little before they're gremlins. And then this is the coldest line of the, the second coldest line of the entire movie. Rand goes, "The pelts are pet. They could replace the dog." And then Barney looks at him like, "The fuck goes, you say, what? Rand?" He he reaches in his fucking boot and he pulls out his razor. He's like, "Say it again, Rand." <laughs> no, he pulls out the he pulls out the Peltzer fucking travel buddy right? with the new razor, and he's like, it out, "I'll Rand. take you down like a fucking United flight." I'll carve you like a jive. Barney's the real victim in this movie. I mean, honest <laughs> to God. It's very possible that Gizmo just had his soul broken from living in Mr. Wing's basement dungeon With for 100 Chinese years. With his Chinese boy. Yeah. 
You know, <laughs> Chinese boy. We're just assuming because yeah. we're just taking the Chinese boy's word at this point that he's that's his grandfather. He might be a slave. We don't know. A he sex slave might could be. be in this sex it slave. Might, this fucking is in, I mean, potentially that's an opium den. I mean, like, real what talk, do we know? You seen that pipe he's got? Yeah. What do we know? He's either a leprechaun or he's running an opium den. Or both. Why not? <laughs> you know? Multitasking. Goddamn right. You know, it's the 80s. It's All a right. melting pot. All right. Later that night, Billy is awoken by the whining of Barney, who mysteriously got tied up by Christmas lights and is left dangling on the front Oh, my porch. God. He's not dangling. He's fucking hanging to death. Little yep. known fact, he's Barney did all his own stunts for this movie. Yeah, he got a... That is true. He, he got a stunt pay it's for awful. that, too. That was that's not, a real fucking yeah, dog. That's not a stuffed dog. They really just hung up a dog. That's they, a, they hung up Barney. It's sad as fuck. And then, like... And he's like, fuck this. I'm going to Pumpkinhead. Right? I'll go hang out with Lance Henderson. Yeah, and I'm not fucking... Face. Lance Henderson doesn't make me deal with this shit. And the fucking kid <laughs> from... Uh, uh, what's that dumbass movie? Show me the money. Whatever the fuck that is. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Jerry right. McGuire. Yeah, attaboy. All right. Uh, the next morning, the Pelicers... I love black people! <laughs> All right, so... Uh, <laughs> I don't have to hit you in the face with this twist. Human head weighs eight That's pounds. from Joey Jerry Maguire. No, oh, I know you. St- there's a joke there. You can listen to it later. Buffalo. Oh shit, son! First ever on air Buffalo. Not gonna go into what Buffalo is. Google that shit. No, hit us up on Instagram. We'll tell you what it is. That's right. Or Sli- Twitter. Slide in our DMs. <sighs> All right. The, in the morning, the Pelsers are sitting around their breakfast table, table wondering if Mrs. Deagle broke into their house and hung Barney up. And we are graced with three brand new Ran Peltzer inventions. Adventure inventions. Sorry, I'm just having a low-key. Inventions. Key, just having a low-key stroke over here. All right, we have the hydraulic hammer. Loki? Like Thor's brother? He's a trickster. A Loki stroke? Stroke of the luck. Lo- okay, I'm done. Uh, all right. No, so we are gifted with three new... A hydraulic hammer, which is a real thing, so... That is cool. Man, Peltzer, you should have fucking... But that thing has fucking three hydraulics on it and, like, gas canisters. It's fucked. Menacing looking. This is clearly a proto powder stage. activation to make it work. <laughs> all right. A drill-powered helicopter fly swatter, which, real talk, I think I saw that at a sharper Again, image. also cool. And it's basically a... a Roomba for the air. Did you bring up sharper image? Fantastic. Is that still around? What the fuck did you just say, Shakes? It's a Roomba for the, the air. air. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Goddamn, that's my little Christmas present right there. All right, in a coffee pot. What's that uh, a coffee pot. Just just a coffee pot. And that thing is, I don't know, it's just spraying fucking black tar everywhere. And then and you kind of see Rand like, oh, what's wrong with it? And he smells it, and it's like fucking black tar heroin. He's like, oh, okay. Also, From the opium den. Dude, straight up. And we need to talk about this because I didn't notice this until this viewing. They have like a breathing artichoke that's hooked up to like electrodes. Like, you know, the old high school science project, uh, you know, potato battery kind of thing. But yep. it's an artichoke. They don't. That's it. That's just that kind of fucked me up. <laughs> Moving on. We're fucking All so far right. behind. Billy takes one of the mogwai to his old high school teacher, Mr. Hansen, within seconds... I mean, like, he's there. He's like, hey, check out this bad decision I'm going to make. And he hoses down that fucking mogwai. So, for real, first time I saw this after seeing uh, Goes to Hell, I was like, is is that Creighton Duke? Yeah. Man. No, because he'd be sticking a hot dog in the fucking mogwai. Well, like, for a second, I was like, dress. is that the same guy? I mean, I'm, I'm like a kid, but can I, we, I Can we talk about how in these movies, every high school science teacher apparently has a PhD and Thank syringes you. laying Thank around, you. and they can, they're just going to do... Government Maybe they just had experience? better teachers back then. Yeah, no shit. Clearly not. <laughs> well, well, I mean, fuck, you're they not wrong, 50 man. 50 more of them. 
Okay, all right. Yeah, so he squirts water on it, and oh, more more mogwai. It's like just just the one though. Somebody's not following. The oh, because it was process. a drip. It was just a little drop. Drop. So you get the one egg that pops out, and he's like, "Can I keep one?" And Billy's like, "Sure, hey, keep yeah, that." Yeah, here's this fuck from a science teacher making seven dollars and seventy five cents an hour. Yeah, in the eighties too. So that was actually that's, that's well, not just bad. Perfect. inflation. It's good money. Yeah, <laughs> three dollars and seventy five cents an hour back in the eighties. Right, somebody needs to slap Billy on the hand because he is not being responsible about this at all. Not following the rules in the slightest even nachos follows the rules that's right don't eat their assholes don't wear them i never feed him after midnight no i don't wear white after labor day <laughs> fucking <laughs> kathleen turner will bash my head up with a phone <laughs> i love cereal mom all right all right all right okay so on his way back home billy walks past dory's bar where phoebe cates is shutting down shop and dealing with a drunk mr futterman who's seen a whole bunch of xenophobic shit like oh my god you gotta watch out for those foreigners because they plant gremlins i love it when she's like helping him out of the bar and he's like can i can i clean for you yeah, he's being nice how about one more beer Small observation. Shoot. She declines to have him help her clean because she's not going to do it either. She just locks the door and leaves Thank everything you. on the bar. Thank top. you, Shake. She's getting paid nothing. She, yeah. So fuck it. She's fucking working on tips. You know what? She ain't getting fucking tipped to clean. It's she don't like, own that place. She locks the door and she's like, mess no. included. Fuck Although you. it is it is slightly realistic because it's how we close putters every night. <laughs> we just left, left stuff out for the morning shift. So, yeah. So, uh, so Mr. Futterman's uh, trying to get into his uh, Kentucky Harvester. That's right. And Billy shows up. It's not a Toyota. We know that. <laughs> and, uh, She's like, Phoebe Cates is like, you how about you just drive? walk? He's like, you know what? It's a beautiful night anyway. Yeah, so I Meanwhile, have... it's a blizzard. But it's he talks about how he's in walk. World War II. W-W-I-I-I or some shit like that. And just I'll buy eyes. that. No, he's, he's drunk as fuck. He says it all dumb. He says two eyes. W-W-I-I. No, he says www.buttstuffcoryfeldman.org. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> there it is. That's it. three. Burr, burr, burr. Oh. Can I get the horn, please? Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Hold on a second, guys. Let's get that in here. There you go. That's three. No, never... more, no more rape and Corey Feldman jokes. Okay, what if there's statements, though? Anyway, uh, so, yeah, he's... Okay, so it, that, that fucking tractor, dude, that is not street legal. I already made that joke. We're splitting pubic hairs. Like, straight up... Oh, that's that's gonna fuck up the roads real bad. Like, do you have chains on that shit? I, like the Simpsons. Yes. Yeah, dude. Fucking Homer's riding his shit wagon with the fucking chains on it and a piano on it. He's just shooting asphalt everywhere. I don't know. I don't own a fucking tractor. All right, moving on. Uh, Billy and oh, I, I, Katie. Who? What? No. Uh, Phoebe Cates are walking home. And they talk about how people get depressed around the holidays. Yeah. This... Then Phoebe Cates says one of my favorite lines ever. ever. Well, because she says, you know, you do know that Christmas has the highest. I have this. It's okay, okay. Well, you take your part. I'll All take right. my part okay. uh, of the suicide rates. It's the most depressing. You know, you say you don't love Thanksgiving or Easter. No one bats an eye. But you say you hate Christmas. All of a sudden, you're a leper. That's right. And then she says, uh, while everybody is opening presents. Others are opening their wrists. Damn! <laughs> Verbatim how you just said it. Damn. So they... since Cincinnati Jeff and I had a screening of this recently, and I was like, man, I just don't feel like this is a horror movie. That line for me, I was like, never mind. <laughs> it knocked, it, up, it knocked on your door. It's like, here's your horror movie. <laughs> that line plus the other scene later got its own piece of trivia. My God. And I mean, low key. So I, I kind of think like, Phoebe Cates is kind of like gothic Lolita. Like, she's goth, but she's wearing these dumbass dresses the whole time. With right? the fucking poofy shoulders. I mean, she looks like... I, I don't get the 80s. It was like... Oh, fashion like and... really feminine women with, like, linebacker shoulders. That's, that's oh, the you look talk... we're yeah, going I, for. Dude, I just... I, I don't agree with, like, uh, women in movies or the workplace <laughs> or really voting as a whole. 
<laughs> so, um, gentleman does not speak for the Here Comes the Spooky podcast. <laughs> oh shit! You're canceled. Cancel culture. But he does speak for me personally. <laughs> he's my attorney. <laughs> All right. Okay. Then he like uh, he's gonna give her a smooch or whatever. Oh no, he asks her out and she's like, "Fuck yeah, I want to get up on that Billy Dick biscuit." Yeah. With your fucking... Even though you don't have cable or you're in an apartment. Nerd. The most boring protagonist of all time i want to show up to your place you you show me your conan i've got so many opinions about this movie but But he's got a mogway we we gotta get there first all right back we're like not even halfway through Uh, we're getting there all right back at the peltzer house billy's watching invasions of the body snatchers when shithead mogway started acting up like little fucking can't say that word uh anyway (laughs) billy decides to give them pre-midnight snacks to shut them the fuck up well he checks the clock first well yeah yeah and it's like 11 20 just some shit like that i can't read fucking yeah so he's like here's some fried chicken yeah some gross ass and they go to town on that shit it is disgusting and then he's like hey gizmo you want some fried chicken he's He's like like, hell no motherfucker no, I'm working on my lines for Bobby's world. These are clearly <laughs> demonic creatures. Indeed. And he's like, oh, 11.59, fine. Yeah, I probably would just not trust the world clock, and I'd, I'd cut it off at 10. Right. Well, this clock was clearly fucking not made by his dad, so why wouldn't he? It's a Radio Shack clock. <laughs> I right, bet it, that clock had gremlins in it. This isn't a Pelzer clock. It's not a Pelzer clock. <laughs> if it, if it was a Pelzer clock, it'd be like the ATM from Maximum Overdrive. It'd be like, asshole. It's like, honey, this thing called me an asshole. <laughs> All right. Uh, back at the high school, Mr. Hansen is, A, working at a fucking... He's running a test on the Mogwai. In his lab. At, at 11.50. Thank you. On a fucking Monday, on a school teacher's budget. Eating a sandwich. Oh, sorry about the little... Now, did anybody else notice uh, that he clearly has a fucking human brain just sitting out on the table? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. He- not Weird. like it's not like in a tray or anything like that. It's just a it's a full on fucking human brain. It's just sitting there on the table. You're you're a high school you're a high school science teacher. You <laughs> are, are you are not qualified also be, to be uh, dissecting human brains and fucking with right. mogwais. They should also, they should also define the laws of nature. They should also be on yeah. Christmas break. Thank you. Fuck yeah. Okay, because this so, is a Christmas movie. So Mr. Hansen drops his. Uh, but it's know, not Christmas yet. So he's like, you know, wrapping up shop, and he leaves that half-eaten sandwich of that mogwai and the full brain. Well, I mean, because you know, all those science teachers that work till two thirty in the morning, all those testing guys. their mogwais though. He's testing the mogwais, so that does explain why he's there. It does not explain the brain at all. Yeah, <laughs> explains why he's incompetent. <laughs> he's like, I'm gonna leave half of my brain out here, and uh, then I'm just gonna fucking forget everything. So the gremlin eats the sandwich. All right. Billy wakes up the next day and notices that the gremlins have cocooned themselves. The mogwais. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Uh, they're in their pupils stage. Uh, Mom asks him if he fed them after midnight. He's like, no, I, I made sure of it. He looks over to the stupid-ass clock, and it it's the exact like, same time. And he pulls up the fucking cord, and it's been chewed through, and he's like, what is going on, Nine Barney? Was this is weird. Job. <laughs> Investigate 311. 311 was an inside job. Legalized ranch. Uh, back at the high school, Billy and Little Fields start talking Mr. Hansen about the the goings-on of the Mogwai. Back at the Peltzer house, Mom is making gingerbread cookie and using the fucking grossest colored mustard, or uh, frosting that looks like fucking mustard. It do. Yeah. But um, the cookies look good, though. Gingers. Uh, okay, Rand calls from the invasion. Is gingerbread just bread made by Irish people? Uh, with. Yeah, it's kind of kind of a taboo. Uh, my people aren't comfortable talking. About it. You're I'm not gl- allowed to tell us. I'm glad we're laughing about it. All right, so Rand calls from the fucking invention convention. Hey, that's fun. Uh, 
And we get treated to Cameo-Rama. Oh my god, it's got fucking Robbie rocking around the and shit, Robbie dude. the robot. We get, uh... Who's an oil change robot in this, by the yeah, way? Yeah, what the fuck? So that... Use my lube. Don't promote rust. <laughs> right. It, it, that that was kind of <laughs> screwy, but hey, you know what? Good for you, Robbie. You, you've been yeah. repurposed. Out of fucking nowhere, dude. And, I'm uh, sorry, it's for the listeners, Nachos, where Robbie the robot is from. Oh, Forbidden Planet, I want to say. That is correct. Okay. Um, not that motherfucker from Lost in Space. No. That's a different one. And also, what was up with fucking Dr. Jones straight up being a child molester? There is... If you notice... Um, that's why he doesn't have a scene with Corey Feldman. They even have a time machine that's very much like... That the, is the time machine. Well, that's that's on the street. We'll talk about that later. No, okay. there is a there is a uh, uh, Jules Verne mm-hmm. uh, time machine in the background mm-hmm. uh, that is actually just... He, and it, like the dad, Rand's like... Stiff competition this year. Wasn't expecting it to be so tough. Then Doc Brown's like, <laughs> that's right, bitch! I'm competent! You know what you need in your corner? Some Libyans. <laughs> Some Libyans. Oh, right. Okay, where are we at here? <laughs> Go ahead, Nachos. Sorry, I'm just trying to get my head out of my ass real quick, because I got derailed. Honestly, Ranch and it just, he could be not doing any of this invention convention shit. He's realistically probably... I like how... Also, he calls in, and the mom's trying to use the Rand cordless oh phone. Oh, my God. Yet which another. is like a walkie-talkie <laughs> that's attached to the phone. She's, like, pulling the fucking extension out yeah. seven feet down. Right. And, like, she's going yeah. crazy, like, trying to get it to fucking work. And is that me or you? Like, it's, it's a computer. Okay. And, like, it's just not working. So she picks it up. She picks up the handset, and, like, he clearly knows that she's not on the speakerphone. And he's like... Like, you can't hear what he's saying. She's like, no, 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 no. I'm outside. It's fine. <laughs> right. Dude, another failed fucking Rand Peltzer invention. Anyway, uh, Rand's talking all this shit about being in a uh, convention. Loki, he should just be in a hotel with two hookers and an eight ball. Come on. <laughs> Let's get fucking real here. All right. Back in the high school, Minster Henson's class is watching a film about animal hearts. It's fucking gross. This always grossed me out. Oh, God, it's, it's like the weirdest fucking, like, ABC, like, this is how many uh, yeah. pumps it takes to fill a gas can, a- or your car, or a tire tanker. Or just keep your yeah. fucking blood in your body, dude, you know? It's like, it's 460 beats, a cat's heart, fucking blood. Like, they like, show rabbit's hearts, and, like, all that shit. It's fucking gross, man. It's fucking gross. National Geographic had a rated R video. That's and what this is like, be, dude. This is the equivalent weird. of seeing that... TV VCR combo show up in your homeroom. Kind right, of you thing. get all excited, but then it's like we're gonna watch Animal like, Hearts. Oh, like, yeah, uh, here comes the video player here with like, let me put on the fucking reel, dude. <laughs> Mister uh, Cash and White's class, we watch. Hey, dude, where's my car? That's kind of fun. Anyway, uh, so anyway, like on the desk in the cardboard box, we have the fucking nasty uh, Gremlin cocoon or Mogwai, whatever you want. You know, you, you it's specify. in its placenta phase. It's gross. And so anyway, like, um, the bell rings, all the kids leave, and, like, little fell dogs trying to fucking talk to him and all that shit. He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, fucking science is happening. Get, get the fuck out. So, um, I don't know. Uh, okay, yeah, class is over. So then he's, like, talking. Oh, the fucking box falls off the desk, and the gremlin is out and about kind of thing. And so it hides under a desk, and he's trying to coax it out with a candy bar. And then I, I guess he stabs it with a syringe or something. So he, no, know. no. So the gremlin bites his hand. Okay. And uh, the syringe thing comes in later. That's right. Well, he's dead, so death number one. Wow, I almost forgot about this in this movie. Yeah. Wow, gremlins, you're really going to kill off the only black guy first. Good job. The That's only one. It's very progressive. Yeah, so he gets a... It's it's weird. Um, so you would think maybe it's like a, it's a syringe. He gets in his ass. 
you would assume, oh, maybe it's like a, just a syringe full of air, but I, I believe it's, Halloween it's kind too. of glowing. It, it looks like more like there's some sort of concoction in it. It's the reagent from Reanimator. There you go. Oh my you god! Die to come back. Oh shit! Cat dead. Details. Science teacher dead. Details later. <laughs> All right. Billy goes to visit Mr. Black Hitch. guy dead. Details later. It's Gremlins, man. Hey, we're good. All right. Uh, Billy goes to visit Mr. Henson and finds his dead body. When he goes to reach for the phone, little gremlin claws his hand. Right. Typed Grab eyes. Claws his hand. Then he reaches upon the desk and snags the apple. Uh, Takes a bite. It fucking it hurls that shit. Fuck this shit. Then it just grabs a glass beaker and starts chomping on it. Little fucking psycho monster. That's because the science teacher was actually cooking crystal meth and there was a remnant inside. Science, bitch. Mike Ehrman Trout. And we're back. <laughs> Full circle. All right. Uh, at the Pelter House, we just... What was that? Ben? You okay? Did you hit the record button? He's all right. Okay. Go on. Um, so at the Pelter House, all the gremlins hatched. Billy calls home, but one of the gremlins straight yanks the fucking phone cord and goes... But but he got mom for a second. Oh yeah yeah for for just because he's like mom they've hatched get out of the house. Okay all right mom walks into the kitchen and sees a gremlin. I I this is where I kind of just shit gets wild so I'm going yeah. I'm blowing they, through these, these notes. scenes get very fun. All right so mom walks in the kitchen and she sees a fucking gremlin chewing on the head of a gingerbread cookie. Mom. Takes no time, just fucking snapping because I'm sure she low key. Well, is, she's armed herself with a knife. Fuck yeah, dude. Mom so she, ain't playing. So, game. so all right. So oh, she's upstairs dude, as Billy calls in. She answers I the phone see. from upstairs. She sees the eggs. Yes. And Billy's like, "Mom, the gremlins hatch. Get out of the house." But Billy does not warn her that they've killed yet. Yes. At all, actually. Is it even arguable that this that this woman is the most badass bitch in the entire fucking God movie? Bitch. Like, or this like, what shit is, it, is. Jake, give me a hand here. What is it that somebody just, that just kills animals? No Michael Phelps jokes. Or, I'm sorry, Mike Vick jokes. Mike Phelps. <laughs> sorry. Uh, a serial uh, but, killer? Yeah, it's somebody that just kills animals. Like, there's got to be a term oh, for that. Michael Myers. Yeah. It's a precursor But for I don't think she wanted killer. to kill animals. My, she would have already killed point. Barney. Billy calls, lets her know the eggs hatch, get the hell out of the house. She gets scared. She arms herself with a giant fucking butcher knife as uh, they turn on the Bing Crosby fucking Christmas Do collection. Do you hear what I right? hear? And that she goes downstairs. She turns the record the off, and she's, me. like, walking through the fucking house all gingerly, like, but on her fucking guard. She catches the gremlins going nuts in the fucking kitchen. They are now full-on gremlins at this point. Dude. They... She sees the one eating the cookies, and then he gets into the Peltzer fucking peeler juicer. And she just fucking Chowders flips him in dude. there and hits the fucking button. And then from this fucking moment on, mom is in kill mode. And now here's the thing. She yeah. has yet to be attacked. Good on her. She has yet to be attacked. She just goes Good on nuts. her. Fuck those right, things. Right, but she doesn't know. She, is... she doesn't know. They're demons. You could de you could take one look at those things and know they're fucking she, demons yes. from she hell. She doesn't know. Dude, those things she look just fucking kills. awful. She's the antithesis. Of every character, and she's been in a warned. Movie. So you're yes. telling you're telling me if you had a fucking group of of animals in your house and somebody called you and said, "Hey, by the way, these things are gonna like fucking murder but you." But Billy and didn't they're say crazy that. As he fuck. just said, "Mom, they've hatched." No, but he said, "Get out." They've hatched, and that is code word for get the fuck out of there. And if you're at your own home and you're like now on guard, the first thing you're gonna do is want to murder these things because it's like survival mode, right? You want you want to you want to be able to move on to the next day so you're like fuck these things if i gotta put one in the microwave and watch his head explode spoiler alert 
But if I want to fucking do that, I'm going to fucking do that because I'm a badass No chill, just out of nowhere with fucking barely any little fucking warning. And don't get me wrong. She fucking Good. goes on like it's the like she's fucking what's her nuts in the fucking long kiss goodnight, dude. She's, she's the smartest movie. motherfucker in the entire Gina Davis. movie. Thank you, Gina Davis. Uh, long die. kiss goodnight. No, but where I'm going with that is she is the smartest person. Where I was going movie. with that is every other movie they like hit the killer over the head with a frying pan and then stand next to him like it's over. Oh my she's God. just getting it done. Like dude. she's like I'm gonna live. I'm gonna I'm making it through this. Oh, she's a survivor. Don't get me wrong. What I'm saying though is that she's she has yet to be threatened and she dispatches them so fucking veerly like she's goddamn fucking Thomas fucking what's his nuts in the Punisher. She's taken her her Thomas uh, Jane. Thomas Jane. Yeah, that, yeah, well I thought what's his nuts was shorter than Jane, but she's yeah. taken her aggression out on so, uh, all right. Papa Rand. I gotta pee. You fellas take this over. Okay, straight up. I'll tell you where all this pent up aggression come. It's called being married to a fucking exactly. failed inventor, scratching <laughs> oh, on fucking oh, welfare. I told you. <sighs> I told you not to bring these things here. God, I, dude, mom fucking just goes ham, hit psycho switch, chowders that fucking gremlin in the blender. That thing goes everywhere. That's fucking disgusting. That's, it's, That's the Peltzer Peeler Juicer. Hey. My bad. Peltzer Peeler Juicer. Give the guy some credit. It finally worked. You know what? It fucking it worked. worked. Shakes, it fucking worked. Uh, then. When it needed to work, it worked. Michael Myers on that fucking gremlin. Just. Nut, 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 nut. And then she maces or fucking sprays like Pam in that one's face and kicks it in the microwave. I love. Well, that's happened in the background. You can see that gremlin fucking writhing with that knife just sticking out of its chest. Like. Ah, <laughs> That thing's fucking head explodes, and mom just like, kill streak three, kind of shit. And uh, anyway, so blah, 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 blah. She gets mobbed by the Christmas tree, and that, that Christmas tree's kind of fucking her up. Billy comes in, grabs yeah. the fucking decorative sword, fucking metal as fuck, cuts that thing's head off. It goes zooming into the fireplace, and it, you can hear it scream. It's like, Aah! So then like, mom, are you okay? And she's like, my pussy's covered in blood of gremlins and then stripes like oh (laughs) i'm getting the fuck out and he bounces out the window all right so then i have billy drops mom off next door at dr neighbor who's probably patched mom up a few times from ranch drunk with barney and barney uh who okay so mom's probably been touched up a couple times from ranch drunken inventing sessions if you know what i'm saying (laughs) billy follows the little footsteps to the Y-M-C-A. Now, hold on. Hold on. I want to talk about this for a second here as I'm coming back in. Now, Billy helps himself into the YMCA. Well, straight broken first. Maybe this was in yours, but it certainly wasn't in mine in the original. Because as he walks in, he's armed with a sword. That's the sword from his house. Yeah, that's what he was talking about. But you don't see him grab that sword. Dude, they like... They're it's pelters. the whole movie. That's the whole gag. Every time they close the door. Right. But you, the what I'm saying is you, when he leaves, he drops the mom off at the docks. He ain't got no sword. All of a sudden, he's on the tracks of the YMCA. He went back. I, he ain't it, got no sword. Probably, then he's at the YMCA. He's got a sword. Well, we're not splitting hair. I'm cutting a uh, lot of yeah. shit Yeah. Have you guys ever gone to a YMCA? You better fucking arm yourself with <laughs> a sword, buddy. He was Have there. Have you ever fucking been there? When Dick Beard the White is coming out of the fucking locker room, I'm like, okay, old man, put your sh- pants on. I don't want to see your old dick. You gotta have a sword. I want I, I want to bring up one last thing before we move on, and we're like rewinding okay. a little bit here, but I just want to just throw this in here because I did not earlier, and I want to put it in there. Is it not hilarious to you that when Billy drops oh, some Billy. water on the Mogwai and it fucking has 
babies, right? These eggs splitting all over the place and all these fucking, on all these mogways are coming out, Stripe and all these others are coming out. Fucking Corey Feldman, who is a child. Like, don't you think your mind would be fucking blown? Like, oh my God, like, dude, I'm never leaving this. I'm never leaving this area. This is the most amazing thing I've ever fucking seen in my life. No, Billy's like, I'm fucking bored of this. I'm going home, dude. Good luck. You're like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what do you want as a child? Like, that is the most amazing thing. He does. He declines him. Yeah, he's only good move made in this movie. He was like, no, you can't have one of these demons. Right. Give me 200 bucks and we'll talk turkey. It just seems fucked up to me. Like, he's so otherwise, like, unaffected by the fact that there's, like, life being born if, in front of him with unheard of ever animals. And he's just like, eh, fuck it. Give me one. Okay, I'm done. See he's ya. a little jaded. And if and only you leaves. hadn't used all your molestation jokes, we would know why. <laughs> I know. Well, he, he, if Michael Jackson had those fucking He hasn't had the soul raped out of him yet. Oops. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Negative one. one. There you go. Okay, so, yeah, we're in the fucking YMCA and shit, and uh, Stripe, the leader, which, in case you haven't had Billy say that seven times by now. And he uh, continues to. Oh, my God. Hey, that's the fucking drinking game, but uh, let's get through this episode first. He fucking springs out of, like, the fuse box and does a... Oh, scratches Billy and then fucking jumps in the... uh, Oh, my God, he goes for the fucking jugular, but gets him across the chest. Lucky Billy. Yep. Yep. And Barney, thank God, is safe. Thank God. Mom, Mom, you know what? Honestly, where's my fucking DLC chapter of Gremlins? It's called Mom Goes Ham, where it's just Mom walking through the streets just fucking Yep. So I I missed this, and I apologize because I was taking a pee. Uh, Best um, microwave scene, this one or Urban Legend? This. Because I like the dog in Urban Legend. Okay, this one or Idle Hands. I was going to say Idle Hands. Oh, this? still this, but man, I gotta give good, Idle Hands, dude. Good, Idle Hands, he microwaved guys. his own hand. Dude, the yeah. fucking Idle Hands, he gets all squirty before it explodes. I love it. All right, anyway, go on, go on. All right, so he jumps into um the pool. Yeah, uh, does a cannonball and shit goes wild. The pool turns into an underwater rave and starts making you know like bad cat noises, like oh hi yeah. You got a shiny example upstairs. Don't get that fucking cat And I wet. like how this one, so when you get Mogwai wet, you get Mogwai eggs. You get Gremlin wet, you get Gremlin eggs. Yeah, so that pool just turned into a giant fucking yuck Gremlin cesspool. Sex pool. All right, so Billy and Gizmo get the fuck out, and they go to talk to the totally useless cops. Or as Mitch McConnell calls it, the projects. Ooh. Getting topical. Ha <laughs> Hey. Woo. Fuck you, Mitch McConnell. All right. So, um, yeah, he goes to see the cops who are totally fucking useless. And also, it's weird seeing young Mike from Breaking Bad. But the, but the cops are funny because it's Mike Ehrmantraut, and uh, he's like, hey, son, you drunk? And then, like, the no, fucking cheese, like. Yeah. They're fucking loaded. He's like, no, he's he is, for, though. He's looking for something. I'm kind of waiting for Ben to chime in on this. Boy, incompetent cops in a horror movie. Where have we seen this? Would never. It was incompetent uh, psychiatric doctors. I've... Oh, dude, no. This 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 movie is the fucking gentle Ben's an anti-vaxxer and anti-Loomis. Uh, yeah, no, I I I am a very pro-vaxxer anti-Loomis <laughs> person. I am a I I will get that shot as soon as I There's can a vaccine get it. Don't for you, Loomis? you get shot that. six times? <laughs> yeah, you got to get. Okay, Loomis is doing your shots. So you get shot six times. He just keeps missing. I, I, Loomis, Loomis is giving you the Billy, COVID back. Billy versus Dr. 
Billy versus Dr. Loomis. I don't know who is more fucking completely dumb at this point. I, they, these people are so fucking right, ben, incompetent. You, and you get should a free not... vaccination right now, but Loomis has to give it to you, and you're going to get it at least six times. <laughs> nope. In the second round, he... I will hide away in, in his, his basement. defense. Loomis never brought <laughs> a Fuck dog Loomis. to a bank. So Donald Pleasance can <laughs> hey, suck whoa, my whoa, ass. Easy, that buddy. fucking easy. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Hey, I love Donald Pleasance, but Donald Pleasance can suck my ass from You're the Halloween feel... movies. Whoa. Fuck that guy. He is so incompetent, this, dude. You were He's talking insane. about Ernestavo Blofeld. Okay, all right. You're gonna from feel... you only live twice. He's a crazy person. But three, but two. He's a crazy person. He's, He's a, a Patreon crazy person. person. Might we go back to? Might we go back to the Halloween series? Let's nope. We're not doing that. Adams with a hat. Let's move on. Nachos. All right. Now Continue. we cut. Now we cut to the kick-ass stop-motion scene where you. Uh, it's uh, the street. You see one gremlin show up. Then you see two. Then you see the whole fucking crew roll up, and it's stop-motion animation. I will take that shit over CG any day of the fucking week, and it's. That was honestly some of the dopest shit I've Hell ever yeah. seen in my life. Like the the fucking movie theater scene and all that shit. Crazy that good. good. All right. Crazy Meanwhile, good. at the Futterman's house, Wifey is at Futterman's house. Sorry. Wifey's singing some Christmas songs and shit, being all holly jolly. And Mr. Futterman straight up looks like he's going to shoot her in the fucking face. The TV gets fuzzy and Mr. Futterman automatically blames the fucking foreigners. So I just want to see this story like the... the so those goddamn Toyota <laughs> engines. Like, the Futterman's kids don't visit them on the holidays because dad is just too goddamn xenophobic. So, Futterman pops out to check out the fucking antenna. I'm gonna engine. fucking check the antenna on the roof. You fucking wacky Even with bitch. the clicker. <laughs> I, I know you're fucking with it, you stupid bitch. <laughs> and he's just drinking liquid hate. Whiskey. Uh, so, anyway, yeah, he pops out, and then uh, the fucking... What are the gremlins in? What did they hijack? In the goddamn barn. Because they're gonna melt your brain, Paul! They're on fucking uh, Twin Pines fucking property there. Old Man Peabody. Old Man Fuddy Duddy. He's about to get fucked up. That's a good Back to the Future. I'll give you that. So the Gremlins are in the Kentucky Harvester, and they're just fucking driving through the yard trying to kill Mr. Futterman. And I fucking love this shit so much because those Gremlins could not be happier. They're cackling, and they're like, <laughs> Dude, it's the fucking best. And then they just drive it in the house and presumably kill the Futterman. So I got them down as uh, deaths two and three here. That right. counts. Because they get a call to the police station. Right. And they're like, oh, my God. Well, shit. if you've seen Gremlins 2, the Futtermans are in it. Uh, By the way, the police station I'm is hilarious to me. That they're just like, oh, and okay. not Gremlins 2. All right, so you, you're, you're... Have we gotten to the police station scene where Billy's in yeah, the police station? Yeah, we just talked about it. We're, we're we, doing it right gotten... now, actually. Uh, okay. Oh, no, no, actually, we're having okay. uh, Gremlins cackle. I used to do that, piss my fist. Okay, now... We just we just go crazy with the gremlins. The gremlins are having a little fun by committing voter fraud and tampering with federal mail, and they screw around with tampling. traffic lights. Yeah, I've heard of that. Tampering, it's tambourine. Um, tambourining. They cause some wrecks. Oh, okay. And then we stroll over. I'm skipping some stuff because this is just much. So anyway, they go to the decalment or. You're just going to gloss over the point that all the gremlins sent in fucking mail-in votes for Joe Biden, and that's fucking completely Now, we're talking about gremlins, dude. not chuds. <laughs> 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 anyway. Not acceptable, okay? So, um, they're just being little shits, and I love I love when they go to the fucking Deagle house, and so Mrs. Deagle's coming down on that electric staircase thing. Deagle. 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 Like Beagle. Deagle. Deagle. 
Yeah, she's got the spiral staircase. She's coming around on the electric fucking uh, who's a Wutzel fucking. It's, uh, I've fallen and I can't get up. Fucking wheelchair. We'll run with thing. that. Yeah. Dude, she has uh, 900 yeah, yeah. cats. You know she's a fucking hoarder, and you know that place stinks like cats. How much? Th- that thing fucking moves so fast compared to the psych episode. Oh, shit, Where, man. The, you know, the one where Gus's dad may have killed an old guy. That's the name of that episode. Yeah, I, I need to go back and rewatch. Uh, anyway, anyway, so, like, it just, that fucking, that, that handicapped uh, wheelchair helper fucking, like, automatic fucking chair that takes you down the stairs. Scroll ro- robot step. Thing. Like, moves at a fucking quick pace. She gets downstairs, and she's, like, feeding her cat, and she's like, what is that, carolers? I fucking hate she carolers. She loses it. Opens it, and it's the fucking gremlins dressed as carolers. I love it! And I they've love got it. fucking chorus books and shit. <laughs> they got, like, little and fucking they're, they're, hats and they're scarves. No fu- yeah, like, fucking like, earmuffs. Fuck you, old handicap, bitch. Suck on this dick. She fucking slams the door. She's like, oh, my God, they're here for me. And she, like, locks both fucking deadbolts and the fucking little chains and She's shit. stroking out. But while this is going on, one of the little gremlins is in the house, came in through the kitty oh, door. Oh, shit. All right. And so he's fucking with the chair. So Revenge. she's, like, stroking out. And then, like, she gets her little robo seat to go upstairs and get her meds or whatever. This is the best, dude. dude. So I guess they crank this bitch up to an 11 because... It's that classic fucking Looney Tunes, like, fucking catapults her like fucking, old ass. Uh, like, fucking like a Beetlejuice kind of fucking thing. Oh, and this thing goes around sand. and around. It's like, full how sand, tall yeah. is this house? She comes up the second story, but I'm like, damn. And, like, even the picture frame, the last one she you passes saw it? by, is, like, looking at That's her, That's her like, husband. And he's like, damn, this bitch is fucking... <laughs> Boom! She blast. Part of the Space Force. Oh, but she is now. That old bitch is in orbit. Little known fact, you could have lit Miss Deagle on fire, and I wouldn't have given a I shit. Mean, she can suck the, the fucking part, dirtiest brown fart out of my ass. Fucking... Fuck that bitch, dude. She is a fucking horrible <laughs> cunt. Well, she the gets best hurt. part is after she fucking lands, the drunk cops are now on patrol because they got the call from the Futter, or about the Futtermans, and they're like, Yeah, who gives a shit? Light her on fire. <laughs> Fuck that's that lady. Going on, they're just like, cool, I guess we don't have to pay rent. And then, like, that little gremlin pops up, and he cuts the brakes, and then it's like, next door, the fucking door burst open, and it's this jack-off dressed like Dave Santa. Myers. Fucking, I know Dave Myers. He's From the dude. Myers house. Michael's dad? No, let it go. And he comes out dressed as Santa Claus, and like they are fucking just the gremlins are mauling his ass. And uh, oh my uh, god, are they fucking? And they're like, "There's Dave dressed up like Santa every year." And the cops are like not paying attention. Like, what the fuck? Oh, on they him? see it. It was just like that old those well, old. Yeah, so they, say, like, they see him. They're like making jokes about him dressed up. And they're like, "What the fuck's on him? What's going on with his ass?" The man is getting murdered outside their window. They're like, they just, "Damn, <laughs> put this fucking spring a little crack down. on him. He'll be all right." Right. It, it was <laughs> it was like the old lady at fucking Captain D's rolling her window up. Herman Trout's like, that yeah, that's that fucking blue meth. Yeah, we got to watch out for that. Um, Heisenberg. So, okay. A co- I think Say my name. Another another thing happened. Say my name. There we go. Uh, so, uh, all right. So, let me let me take over here just for a second, buddy. Uh, I will, I will, I'll handle this. So Dave Myers is fucking getting maimed by the fucking gremlins. Ermin Trout, who's the deputy at this point, right? With the drunk sheriff in the, in the driver's seat. And Ermin Trout's like, dude, roll up the fucking window, man. And the fucking gremlin is kind of like trying to pop up. He's talking to him. He's like, and he's like trying to like slowly fucking roll up the window as the fucking brakes are getting cut and shit. And they're like, what the fuck was that? We got to fucking keep going. We got to answer all these fucking calls that are coming in through dispatch, even though you never see two cops in the whole fucking city. (laughs) They start heading down the street, right? They end up on Main Street. 
and they're like fucking coming into contact with the fucking snowplow. Uh, but the brakes don't work, so they fucking hit it. They die hard up, end up on their fucking top. Yes. And in the director's cut, the car explodes. In the regular cut, oh, the car no. explodes. I but don't want to see those cops die. I like In them. the regular cut, they explode off camera. You just see, like, the flash of it, and then both of them are dead. And I'm sure gremlins are laughing their little asses off. Which, uh, so Mrs. Deagle is death four. Uh, Dave Meyer, death five. Sheriff Frank, death six. Deputy Brent, Death 7. Jesus Christ, you're doing my job. Hell yeah. Wanted to get through it for you, buddy. All right, so, uh, Santa. Okay, and we get a little snippet of Corey Feldman getting mobbed by gremlins. Oh, he has the best fucking defense. Because they're outside his bedroom window climbing and, like, they're, like, fucking Vietnam fucking climbing, like, the Viet Cong, like, on these fucking Christmas lights. And he reaches out, tries to fight him off, says, fuck it, grabs... Because you don't sell scissors like this anymore. No. Giant fucking metal scissors where the handles are still metal. This, this right. seems and to be a common like theme in Corey Feldman's life. By the live way, so. wire. <laughs> <laughs> things Uh-oh. you haven't done since the 80s. Cut things with metal scissors. <laughs> Have a black man's dick in your mouth. <laughs> Negative two. Hey, Corey Feldman, what you think oh, about no, Thriller? You want to hey, you hey, fucking you wanna be a dancer in Thriller? Let me touch that butthole. So he cuts it. Negative three. I mean, this shit's fucking live. <laughs> cuts it, it's live. Shocks the fucking gremlin as he fucking falls to his death. That's a lot of fun. All right. Meanwhile, at... Oh, and we got... Uh, Billy gets in his car or something. He's driving. Oh, you hear Rock and Rick talk. Oh, like, wait, no. Billy gets into it, and it starts... It starts up right away. It's a Christmas miracle. And he's like, fuck yeah, Barney. Check that shit out. Barney's like, German wow. engineering. Nazis and Jews, let's go. Mr. Yeah, Rumsfeld. All right. <laughs> All right, so he's driving. And uh, y- y- you didn't know, but Peltzer's German. Fuck, you're right, dude. Okay, so Rock and Rick is getting mauled by gremlins on air. Kind of, okay. That's funny, dude. That's fucking good shit. All right. It's like, wait a minute. All Rock and Rick's fans are getting crazy outside. Wait, man, are you so not wait, Where are we at in the fans? movie? Where are we at in the movie? Right so we... We are now getting to Dory's bar, and it is... Oh, where Phoebe Cates is like, what the <laughs> fuck is, is the happening? This... Dude, this... So, yeah, Bitch, leave! Are in leave that the fucking bar. bar. We're just... Let's just run through this shit. That's what I said. All right, so I'm going to talk about the gremlins in this scene. All we right. have the let, flasher gremlins. Let me, ha- let me have a couple. Let me have a couple. Okay, shoot. All right, so... I want to do a couple of these. They're going to be out of order. We're just going to name gremlins, okay? Actually, I was going to say uh, at, at the end of the episode, favorite gremlin. Kind of break down. Fine with that. Okay. All right, so let's just. I'm going to name a couple of these out of, out of order. Uh, I'm going to probably say your favorite. You can say my favorite. It's fine. It's whatever. It's going to happen. Uh, first up is just Phoebe Cates. Obviously, is just pouring shots just in a fucking straight line. Yes. Like it's. Like she's fucking Marion and fucking Raiders of the Lost Ark. She's. Just going nuts with it, right? Then she looks over and she's like, what's that? It's the flasher gremlin with the fucking cigarette in his mouth. That's hilarious. They all, they're all they all smoking, dude. They're all being terrible. Later on, you it. get the fucking jazz gremlin who's like <laughs> fucking listening to the, the jazz record that goes on and smoking <laughs> the fucking cigarette. And he's <laughs> like, <laughs> then the puppet gremlin yes. shows up and he's fucking got two puppets on his fucking hand. He's doing a fucking show. And my favorite of all time is you got the poker game going on, right? And you got Stripe. Yes. And now Gremlins, we've already 
we just we've already found out asexual. Asexual. Right? But you've <laughs> got the cross-dressing gremlin, the only one who's dressed up in fucking a wig, a scarf, an old lady hat and makeup. She's basically mom leatherface. No shit, dude. And she's like sitting there kissing on stripe and shit. Like, good luck, baby. And she's like looking at other people's cards yeah, and shit. Yeah, just fucking cheating for him, dude. Like she's the piece of ass. Also, dude, uh, I don't know if she's cheating because the little the we get to see that gremlin's card of hands. He has fucking six aces. <laughs> it don't work like that. And so what does Stripe yeah. do? Pulls the gun out and fucking shoots him in the face. Dude, and then, yes, I'm sorry. I left this out, but this comes later. Uh, but we'll get to it. But my last favorite gremlin is when fucking Phoebe Cates is leaving the bar. But, but Nachos, you take it away. What you got, buddy? All right, so we got the Flasher gremlin. We got the... I like the dr- the gremlin who's, like, on the tap, and he's drinking so much, he's getting that cartoon Yes, okay, so now here, it, rules fucking be damned, right? Because beer is fucking 90% water. I mean... And it clearly doesn't account here, because they're fucking drinking like crazy. Uh, we got the, the gremlin... Be right back. We have the crochet, not crochet, the croquet gremlins. They're just jackass. This like is crocheting on the pool table. Yes, yes. Uh, I love the, uh, t- t- my personal favorite one. I mean, the breakdancing gremlin that's doing the flash dance. That's fucking great. That is awesome, dude. And you get like a bunch of cutaways for that. My personal favorite gremlin is the gremlin in the ski mask. That's the one I wanted to get to, yeah. I fucking just blew my load by saying that. So, okay. no, no, we're good. So, as Phoebe Cates goes to leave, she arms herself with a Polaroid mm-hmm. doing flash photography because she's like, like, I get the well, fuck Well, she goes here. to light dude's cigarette and they're like, oh, they don't like light. <sighs> so, she's like, ah, oh, it's Polaroid That time. was funny. And then, so she, yeah, she she makes her path to freedom with the Polaroid flash camera. Mm-hmm. Then she's going out the fucking... Gremlin, who's got a ski mask on and a fucking six shooter, that dude's a thirty-eight, severe. and he's and she's like trying to duck around it, and he's she's like, hey, it's boom, just, it, and then Billy shows up, blinds him, and yes. then she escapes, gets in the fucking car. All right, so um, that is my favorite fucking gremlin of all time, though that one right there. He's terrifying. I like the flasher <laughs> guy too. All right, so um, yeah, they hang out in the car for a second. They're like, oh, my fucking piece of shit car won't start. So let's uh, let's take a beeline for the uh, the bank. Weird, Billy. All right, so, all right, they get in the bank, and then we have the most fucking soul-crushing monologue. Oh, Jesus All right, and I, I, ha- I have all of this. Yes, so, please, so Cates. take it away. All right, so hold on. Let me set the scene. In character. Okay. Mm. Set the scene for you. So, they have made their way back into the bank where they work, right? They've guarded themselves inside, which, by the way, uh, in the non-director's cut, uh, we don't see this, but in the director's cut, Judge Reinhold has been locked in the vault. Yeah, he ain't dead. Ow, fuck. But he's been locked. So in the non-director's cut, he's, you don't even see this scene, but the director's cut, he's locked in there. Because he's like Captain Clippon. So they're there, Phoebe Cates, Billy, right, hanging out, and she decides to finally express why she hates Christmas so much. Ugh, all right. We have Take it Phoebe away. here in... In studio with us. Hey, guys. I know I haven't been in a movie in, like, fucking 30 years and shit. But check oh out these God. shoulders pads. I just pulled a muscle in my you side reaching shoulders. for a beer. I need to eat. You, do so, you sound like Phoebe Cates now. Okay. All right, dude. So, the worst thing that ever happened to me on... Or, <clears throat> the worst thing that ever happened to me was on Christmas. Oh, God. It was horrible. It was Christmas Eve. I was nine years old. Me and my mom were decorating the tree waiting for my dad to come home from work. A couple hours went by. Dad wasn't home. So mom called from the office. No answer. Christmas Day came and went and still nothing. So the police began a search. Four or five days went by. Neither of us could eat or sleep. 
everything was falling apart. It Who was... was reading this? You were Trump. Shut the fuck up. It was snowing outside. Our house was freezing, so I went to light the fire. Oh my god. And that's when we noticed the smell. The fireman came and broke through the chimney top. And me and my mom were expecting them to pull out a dead cat or bird. Instead, they pulled out my father. He was dressed as Santa Claus. He had been climbing down the chimney, and his arms were loaded with presents. He was going to surprise us. He slipped and broke his neck and died instantly. And that's how we found out Santa wasn't real. I gotta grab ibuprofen, dude. I just pulled a muscle in my back. I'll be right back. All right, we're taking a break. We'll all just take a break real quick. Son of a bitch, I just got back. Taking a break. And we're back from another break. So sorry about that, guys. I pulled a muscle in my back reaching for a beer. It's um, it's not a, <laughs> not the staple of health. All right. Anyway, uh. so Phoebe Kate says that she was here. And that was great. Thanks, Phoebe. You can leave now. Take your shirt off on the way out. Bye. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so Jesus Christ, dude. She just she pretty much just gave us this movie's equivalent of the SS Indianapolis from Jaws. <laughs> Ooh. Dude, yeah. Gizmo was looking her. Gizmo is like looking at her. Is like Jesus Christ, bitch! I thought this was a kids movie. I'm over here being kids in the presence. Cool. Dad's in the presence. <laughs> Shut the fuck I'll up, never, dude! <laughs> I'll never start a bonfire in the freaking fireplace again. I'll never throw another Yule log on. <laughs> I'll never start I'll a Yule log again. I'll never start another bonfire. I, I find it interesting that that Dad's story. Dad's got eyes like a doll. She told that story like it's a secret. It's a very small town. I feel like that would oh, be that's, common knowledge. That's in the fucking headlines. Well, because Billy's <laughs> like Man very fucking uninterested place. in anything that's going on. No, Billy's oblivious as fuck. All right. So, uh, okay. So, over at the movie theater. Hey, remember movie theaters? Oh, got a little sad. Yeah, a little pre-COVID right. fucking movie theaters. I like how the movies also changed throughout the day or throughout the days. It's uh, it was the Lost Boys or like the something like a that. Boys Life. Yeah, you, Boys you know Life. The inside joke with that. I don't. So Spielberg, it's in the trivia. We'll get it later. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> this movie now, so it was A Boy's Life, and now it's Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Right. And the gremlins are fucking super attached to this movie. All right. So we'll get to that. <clears throat> All right. Uh, and the, Okay, so in the movie theaters, those little monsters are watching Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, which is a Disney movie, and this is a Warner Like I says, we're movie. getting to that, as I just fucking said it. Yeah, we're, we're getting to that. Anyway, so, like, that's weird because Disney and Warner Brothers would not play ball like that nowadays, but I are guess... The, they the barely grim- played ball during fucking Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Right, it's like, our boy's gotta have the exact same screen time, your guy can go on first, but we get the last word kind of shit. Do the gremlins represent the dwarves? I if mean, we worked through them? From, no, From no the way. Russian counterculture of the Cold War, see, <laughs> if you break down, it's symbolized... No, I, I'm, what? I'm talking on my ass, dude. All right, so uh, Billy and Phoebe Cates kind of realize that arson is fucking cool, so they head down to the boiler room to crush some tall cans with Freddy Krueger. No, I'm not. That's not true. They turn a gas light, uh, gas main on, and then they fucking go to run out. I don't really know how that theater's set up, but behind the projection screen, they cast a shadow. All right, so all right, so the this. movie's going on, and while they're watching uh, Snow White Seven Dwarfs, they sneak behind the, the 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 movie screen, which is fine. It's playing the movie. And then, as it's going on, they sneak down to the boiler room. They they snake a gas line and they set it to fucking burn. And Billy sets a fucking little fire to go. And he's like, "All right, since the gas reaches the fire, the fucking movie theater is going to explode, killing all the gremlins in town because all the gremlins are now here and here." 
They're all hanging out. There's no fucking other outlying gremlins. They're all fucking here. As they're going back, now again, you've got gremlins watching the movie and running the projector. They fuck up the movie. The movie stops, so all you get is the white light from the projector. And the gremlins see Phoebe Cates and Billy running past it. They see their shadows, and they go, Ah, humans! Fucking kill them! Fucking knives, pitchforks, blah, 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 blah. So they run at the fucking screen, tear through it, and that's I love when they that gotta gang. fucking go. And I, what I like is on the other side from Billy and Phoebe's point of view is it's a very animated, it's the reverse, but it's animated. So they're yes. actually shining a film onto that screen and it's animated fucking gremlins and pitchforks and shit. And it's, it's actually really cool looking. And then they yes. run, they fucking mm, start clawing through that, right shit. through that shit. And fucking, it's just in droves. They're fucking coming at them. And, ah, blah, 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 blah. Buffalo. Right. So on the <laughs> fucking Jesus Christ, you guys are cold. You guys is fucking gremlins. All right. So on the way out, uh, they barricade the fucking door, and the theater blows up, and all the gremlins get killed. The end. Nah, I'm just kidding. See, because Stripe, the leader, in case you haven't... Went back for some popcorn, but it was fucking empty. His fucking... He's such a good guy, or a little piece of shit. He ducks over to the department store, and he's getting all the candy and shit for his... As, like you, should. Fucking, as like, you should. As you should. Casey Penny kind of fucking store. Something like that. Uh, Sears Roebuck, or what have you, Will. All right. Um, imagine that you go to, you go to get some fucking snacks for your squad and then fucking Billy and Phoebe Cates nuke your crew. What the fuck? That's a bad time. Uh, anyway, so they, they, so now we're back down to one gremlin, singular gremlin, Stripe. And gizmo Stripe, the, Mogwai. the leader Stripe first gizmo. And he says it again. He's like, he's the leader. He's Stripe, the leader. All right. So, uh, he, I like how he, hold on. Uh, as Stripe sees the theater explode, he's got a fucking armful of candy. As he sees Phoebe Cates and Billy fucking exiting the front of the <laughs> fucking theater, and then it explodes. And he's like, son of a bitch. They gotta fix this for Back to the Future Part yeah. 2. He pours some root beer out for his fallen grimace. Stripe brother. can lead his crew to these to these nuts. Is he's it like, after- this one's for fucking MF Doom. This is for my gremlins. Is it after midnight <laughs> and they're eating these these treats? Uh, now, see, I don't know if, that, if the eating after midnight so applies after midnight to the turns gremlins. them into gremlins. They're already gremlins. That might be a Mogwai rule. Yeah, it's, I, I, it's a Mogwai. Gremlins the kind of play by their own. They have their, they have, the gremlins have the two rules: the sunlight and the water. And don't eat their butthole. Or do eat their butthole. Who knows? It's 2021. That's a Corey guys. Feldman rule. <laughs> That's Michael. No. Negative four. That's a rape joke. Okay. Uh, so Stripe fucking bounces into the department store and Phoebe Cates and fucking Billy and Gizmo give chase. And, uh, so Billy kind of hands over Gizmo to Phoebe Cates and he's just like, Hey, go find the control room or something. And they share a little smooch and Gizmo's like, yeah, shut the fuck on, boy. Uh, <laughs> and then so kind of Billy just kind of aimlessly wanders around and he's trying to find Spike kind of shit. Billy, don't be a hero. <laughs> All right. Uh, so a lot of shit happens. From on this this point on, that kind of logically doesn't make a lot of sense. We're just gonna run with it. It's fine, right? Is that cool, boys? So it's more fun shit, like uh, how we saw with like the gremlins running around in the bar and shit. But it's the mayhem. But it's striped running through the uh, toy store. M- more or less, uh, it actually reminded me of Child's Play at this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Part two, Charles Lee Ray, which is actually pretty neat. So we see him hiding in the. Uh, Stuffed animals behind E.T. Uh-huh. and Sylvester and Bugs Bunny. That's right. And a bunch of nameless robots, which is actually pretty funny. And then, of course, Gizmo gets inside Barbie's remote-controlled dream car. Uh, sorry, I sorry, Slick. I think you made to say Malibu Stacy's sports yes. Ferrari. <laughs> With a new hat. 
So, like, Gizmo's out just having his own little cruising adventure, being adorable. And then, like, Spike and Billy cross paths. And, like, Spike's so do you a know why? Dick. Hold on, hold on. Do you know why they can... So, this is not in the trivia, but I know this for a fact. Do you know why that they got to use that car? So, um, Warner Brothers does not own Barbie because that's owned by Mattel. Because ain't no man on Barbie. But that was a Chevy vehicle. And they got the no uh, go-ahead from that, and so that Barbie vehicle is allowed to be in all kinds of different stuff. This is back in the 80s, where uh, they used to let the Camaros go. So that's a Camaro. It's a topless Camaro. And they let... Uh, Ooh, topless. Yeah. Ooh. Or Corvette. Sorry, not Camaro. Corvette. And uh, that's Barbie's Ooh, dream car. And they let that go. So that is how they got that in the movie. So that's actually Barbie's car. It's remote-controlled. And, uh Yeah. Did not know that. I thought you were going to say Toyetic. No, I'm actually right. fucking making all that up. You motherfucker. <laughs> it's annoying, isn't it? <laughs> hey, no, hey, it was from good. Barbie world. Yeah, it's what you do a lot. Uh, all right, so Billy runs at his I Spike. I could be right. And he starts chucking circular saw blades at him like a fucking Frisbee, dude. Oh, fuck Spike yeah. is a dick. I like when head. he gets over a pitching machine, and then Billy blocks it with a baseball bat. <laughs> uh, I love the scene where Spike is riding away on the tricycle. That that scene to me just brings much joy. He's he's having a good time. He's like <laughs> just tearing ass out. All right, so they kind of fucking run into each other again, and uh, voiced by fucking Red Herring. Oh, fucking Red Herring. Uh, <laughs> where am I? Where am I? Fucking, you got me all flim flammed. That's a word. Is that racist? <laughs> okay, whatever. Flim is a good one. All right, so he starts. Uh, then then Spike starts. Spike. Stripe. Yeah, stripe. Sorry, stripe. I'm thinking part two. Starts lighting him up with that fucking pitching machine. Uh, cracks him in his back real good. And then when he's down, he fucking comes at him with a little crossbow. All right, so here's the one part around I call bullshit. The movie's been pretty accurate oh, to this, this point. This is yeah, where you this, call this Accurate to what? They've got a gremlin size fucking crossbow. Like, yeah. what fucking G.I. Joe did this come from? Nah, dude, it's real. Uh, me and some dude, I can't say his name of the podcast, had one. And uh, it was of oh, this exact size. Yeah, no, bro. There's Furbies coming to life that are fucking killing human no, beings. Hold on, no, they're... I had a crossbow when I was a kid. This is too, the line. And it shot suction darts, but nothing that was this exact size. Okay, well that faux pas aside, yeah, he shoots. Let's we'll just end it all now. It's not even worth it. it, it the end. <laughs> <laughs> Roll. Keep going, nachos. Keep going. Roll. Time. Don't let him interrupt all you. All right. Uh, uh, Stripes fucking lighting him up with crossbows and shit, and then he comes at him. With Dude, an arrow in the fucking arm. He 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 connects, and uh, damn, and ow. All right, so then Stripe comes at him with an electric chainsaw, which is awesome. Hold on, no, no, no. Shoots him again, and Billy blocks it with the fucking boom blaster. Oh, uh, that's there's a reason I left that out. Okay. That was awesome, dude. Fucking solid move by Billy. All right, so oh oh okay. Billy deflects Stripe, and then, like, his fucking... He gets drugged by the electric chainsaw. Hold on, Billy deflects him fucking with a baseball you, bat because he's fucking... Do the sports it's, it's start. It's in the notes, but you're all over the place. In the sports part of the Keep story. going, okay. nachos. But yeah, then he's coming in with an electric DeWalt chainsaw. Product placement. Yeah, product placement indeed. All right, so it drags him along, and he fucking conks his head. Uh, Stripe comes to and he notices a fountain. Not a Pete Fountain, but a fountain. Yes, in the garden section, he says, water. And then he looks over and he sees a little heater, like a fucking, uh, I don't know, Saturday Night Special or some shit. Speaking of heaters, I meant to bring this up earlier. Uh, So one scene that happens way back in the movie, but I'm bringing it up now, is when uh, Billy is is talking with uh, Gizmo and he tries to take a picture of him 
Or no, sorry. It tries to show his reflection of him wearing the Santa hat. Yeah. And he falls into the trash can. Okay. This is before they split into the gremlin eggs. Yep. Um, he, it, Gizmo gets hurt. Yeah. And so he goes to wrap him up in little bandages. And if you look in the back corner, this is how old this house is. This is very interesting to me. The The heater... The heater vent in okay. Billy's bathroom. So Billy has his own bathroom, like it's a master bathroom kind of thing. Has his own heater vent. Damn, back Billy in the day, don't pay rent. What the fuck? Back in the day, when your furnace couldn't reach that far because the blower wasn't that strong to push that kind of air up to it. It's, uh, you can see it's glowing red. They actually had electric, like, oh, like radiator coil. vents. All right. So it was just it was part of the house, part of the electricity. You would turn that on. So it's out. It's inside the vent. And it was just a, just a part of the radiator. It's an electric heater in your vent. This is like old school fucking 60s and 70s stuff. This thing massively Death fucking. Trap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Just fucking burning houses It down. sounds it. 100%. So but, you should leave your gasoline-soaked rags around it probably. <laughs> yes. <that's... laughs> your oil-soaked rag. But I just it's just so neat because I saw this and I was like, oh, my God. They do not make this anymore. For that's obvious so, reasons. I thought it was very fucking interesting. But For anyway, the United I States Supreme Court. Okay, so uh, he, he grabs the gun. All right, cut to outside. Rand and Barney are driving. Oh, uh, the dog was with Rand on his cocaine uh, hotel. Yeah, his little bender. <laughs> bender. Yep. I mean, that uh, Barney's a good boy. He could probably do some fat rails, too. I'm fine with that. I'll, I'll, give, a fucking rail to, I'll, I'll give a rail to Strike. Barney. Are you fucking okay, kidding well, me? No, no. So, he, so after he sees the fountain, he says water. Then he sees the fucking sports fucking uh, uh, display, and he goes, gun. Okay. Then he grabs the fucking revolver. I, I left that out because I'm just trying to cruise through this. Uh, it's be, important. He said, "Go, God. nachos. He got you got gun. this." All right. So, uh, Rand and the dog are fucking driving through the the chaos of downtown, and uh, Barney's such a good boy. He stops the car. He reaches over. He slams his dog foot on the pedal, and he gets out of the car. And he's like, "My boy's in trouble." So he fucking goes to the department store, and Rand's like, "Oh, I guess I have to be helpful in this movie." So he follows suit. Is uh, his mom inside to be beaten? Right? It's like, sorry, there's whiskey and they're not being drank and wife's not being beaten. <laughs> I need to take care of this. All right. So then uh, Barney's walking around and then here comes Gizmo and his little Ferrari. In the Barbie fucking cruiser. In the Malibu Stacy Dream Cruiser. And uh, I don't know if this is scripted or not. He bumps his foot and fucking Barney's like, Burp! fuck it, jumps up. And I'm like, sorry, Barney, I love you, baby. All right, but um, the point of Gizmo being in the cruiser is because he notices the fucking sunlight coming through the skylight, and he's like, "I got to get to that." All right, so Billy runs into Stripe, uh, and you know Stripe is like hanging out by the fountain, and he's dipping his finger in there and shit, and he's got that fucking he's taking shots at fucking um uh, Billy because Stripe's kind of a dick. So anyway, um, shooting at him like Murtaugh, you do for this shit, um, and so. Fucking Gizmo hits a ramp, pulls an Evil Knievel stunt action dial, flips up, bashes his stupid little soft head against some kind of a pulley apparatus, which opens one of the fucking curtains, letting sunshine in at Stripe, and he starts to get fucked up, and then Billy's like, oh, I guess I better follow suit and be helpful in this movie, so he goes over and opens the other one. So here's the thing, in the non-director's cut version, it's just Gizmo Mm -hmm. that opens it. Dude, the director, the commentary... Um, that's why I brought it Zach up. Zach Alligan gets so butthurt. He's like, hey, Joe, I just wanted you to know uh, I should have been the hero. And then uh, Spielberg's like, <laughs> Dante's no. like, what are you, Corey Feldman? <laughs> yeah, you wish, like, bitch. He's like, Toy- oh, I had a good Paul Walker line in there. Anyway, uh, 
the pulley system knocking the shade, uh, the shade open, uh, sunlight. I guess the combo of getting wet and bright light is a lethal combo for the gremlin because his ass starts melting and it is disgusting. And dude, he melts. Oh, good. this yeah. and this is great. This is fucking awesome '80s practical special effects. Melts mm-hmm. like a motherfucker. Even though it's a fucking puffet. Like, I fucking love how they keep cutting away from fucking Strife and cutting back, and he's, like, even more fucked up. Just getting decrepiter. Yes. And it only gets better. All right. And he melts his ass to death. So Ran, Billy, Phoebe Cates, and Barney, the Wonder Dog, have a victory fuck-for-all fest right there at an apartment store and use Gizmo's dead body to clean up all the shit and jizz. The end! No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> back at the Pelzer household, the gang is watching the news. Oh, no, 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 no. You missed it. What a minute. Because, hold on. So, okay. uh, uh, as this was going on, obviously, he was trying to pop eggs out of his back from the fountain. Yeah, yeah. And as he falls in, it fucking, it does the disco light show the same as it does okay. when he fucking falls in, already jumps into the YMCA pool. But... Billy goes to check on it, and out pops the fucking skeleton of Stripe. Yeah, we get that last jump scare. My and bad. And it's fucking great. And then, like, the skeleton this deflates. Yeah, I don't know how bone physics works. Well, but here's the but thing. I'm At pretty... first, I'm like, oh, it's kind of cheesy, but then it melts around. I'm like, okay, the inside of your bone melts, and then the rest of your fucking bone melts. I like it. And then fucking even Barney goes and sniffs it, and he's like, <laughs> nah. And he fucking backs up, and he's like, fuck this. <laughs> he's like, That's nah. when we go back to the fucking... Okay, now back at the Pelzer household, the gang's all sitting around watching the fucking news footage and shit, and then like, don't chew the mercury filled thermometer. And it's like, these, uh, there was little green men. It's, uh, acts of terrorism. Alright, I got something for you. So the newscaster is the same dude from The Howling reprising his role. Joe Dante! I fucking love The Howling. Just, you know, bringing everybody back. So, Lopan shows up and uses his fucking ninja magic to show up out of the darkness, and he's just like, hey, here's your 200... <clears throat> here's your 200 bucks back. Uh, I'm gonna take my Mogwai. You're not ready for Mogwai. You guys suck. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. Oh, dude, he fucking sprinkles that fucking 200 bucks on the couch. He makes he's it like, rain. He's like, sold. That's a funny word for it. Oh, yeah. he He's salty. Actually, he should be fucking doing that I mean, he's fucking shit. dead on balls accurate, though. Stolen. Yeah. From you, little Chinese boy. You stole my shit. China boy. You stole my shit. You fucked your town up. And uh, I'm not. There's no paper trails here. Billy Idol wrote a song about you. But well, it's, it's but actually called China Girl. Sing us the song. You're the piano man. That's not that's Billy Joel, not Billy Idol. Uh yeah, no, no. It's uh, sing us a song, you're the Chinese boy. Sing us the We're song way off, to all of us. Sorry. Okay, so yeah, old, old Chinese man takes Mogwai. He's like, you're not ready for Mogwai. Old Chinese man takes Mogwai. Yeah, <laughs> only had showed up 48 hours earlier. I yeah. like how he can talk Mogwai too, and he's like, if only one would listen, one would understand. It's just, he's Yoda. He's talking Yodanese or whatever. And he's like, all right, I'm out. Uh, oh, wait. Gizmo. I like how Rand's like, because Billy wants to protest, and Rand's like, dude, we commit. We, like, like, hand up. We are in cahoots with several homicides. Yeah. We're probably going to have to fucking yeah. change our names and move. <laughs> yeah, we want to make money. Now we might go to jail forever. <laughs> Dad, weren't you talking about it being the Pelzer pet? No, 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 no. It's if just Peter a finds pet. out what a mom pet. did in the microwave, we 
my I've got to make a new microwave tomorrow. Yeah. I've got to invent a new microwave. A pet-friendly microwave. Yo, heads up, gang. We probably got to get mom some theatri- or, uh, theatrical no. uh, help. She's going to move to Hill Valley, change her name to Baines. Yeah, mom, mom's uh, mom's gonna go move in with her mom for Sorry, a couple years. Anyway, uh, so he, yeah, he's like, oh, uh, Gizmo wants, or the Mogboy wants something to say. He's like, and then he walks he's into like, nothingness. He's like, one day you might be ready for Mogwai. Yeah, in Gremlins too, but not really. And then he, uh, so uh, fucking Rand goes on this little little outro. He's like, yeah, one day when the foreigners are fucking up your microwave <laughs> or something. Oh wait, no, wrong character. Uh, he's like, yeah, if if you think TV's you, on the fritz, or uh-huh. radiator before you call the repairman, you better fucking look for a gremlin. Try for a gremlin. Well, because even back then, repairman were I still that was a lucrative business. The repairman, you call them for anything. So. Wait, what if the gremlins and the repairmen were in cahoots? All right, roll credits. And gremlins. The end. Well, what do you know? I asked for final cut, and I got it. Way too early for that button. Way Wait, too early I, thought that's, I thought that's what she told me to do. I thought that's what she told me to do. Nope. Oh, shit. Nope. Sorry, guys. Nope. I like it. All right. So now we are on the kill count. Oh, shit. Yeah. Kill count. Uh. Hello, greetings. That, that's trivia. That ain't it. Where the fuck is the kill count? Do you kids want to see a dead body? Sorry, guys. I fucked that up a little bit. Let, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> all right. So I've got uh, I've got we're, a total. We're of... We're all fucking up today, man. It's all good. <laughs> I got a total of seven kills throughout the entire movie. Uh, some that get retconned in the second. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so seven kills, all on screen. Number one, Roy Hansen injected with a syringe. He did. Uh, I guess technically it's off screen. Number two and three, Mr. and Mrs. Futterman. They got snowplowed. Squatched. Number four, Mrs. Ruby Deagle launched out of the second story window. See ya, bitch. Bye-bye, bitch. See ya, bitch. <laughs> Number five, Dave Myers maimed by Gremlins. See ya, bitch. <laughs> and then six and seven, Sheriff Frank and Deputy Brent. Car see you, bitch. After their brakes are cut. Also, see you, bitches. So, favorite kill. Uh, Shake, go first. Tell us your favorite kill. Yeah. Well, mine was not listed in your list there. Mine would be Phoebe Kate's father. Oh. <laughs> High five. More importantly, Ooh. the mood she fucking killed with that story. <laughs> Billy was trying Damn. to get his fuck on. But, yeah, she, good. Gentle good. Ben, yours. Mine's got to be the uh, gremlin in the microwave. That has got to be that my favorite fucking kill in the movie. When his head explodes. Yep. Come on, guys. Come oh, on, motherfucker. You got to see yeah, a fucking gremlin's head explode. Come on. You got to count hey, gremlins. Favorite kill doesn't have to be off this list. It's just whatever you want. Nachos, yours? Oh, Mrs. Deacle. Get that bitch the fuck out of here. Same here. Deuces. Dude, straight up fucking launch. And when she lands, the fucking cops are like, was that Miss Deagle? <laughs> I love how her feet are fucking sticking straight up. Wicked Witch of the West. Yes. Oh, my God, uh, dude. I have an honorable mention, and, and it's kudos to the juicer. But oh. the fact that oh, it was a juicer took the, out a grim. The Peltzer Peeler juicer. That's right. All right, so now it is time for some trivia. Ooh. Some stuff you should know. Stuff you should know? If only I had a button for that. Wait a second. Mellow greetings. What seems to be your boggle? My boggle. My boggle. My boggle. 
So this actually, I put this at the top of the list. This was actually really cool. As of 2006, this film has made more than $80 million in rental sales alone. Unbelievable. That is not counting God the, damn, every sucks. other fucking financial dollar that's brought in just from rentals. $80 million in just this movie. Can I ask something that kind of goes in line with that, though? So I want to ask this: Is this would you consider this one of Spielberg's biggest successes because of how little that went into it and how so much he made? He, off of it? So he's not a director; he didn't write it. He's just a producer. I'm oh, sure man. he had a lot of influence. But as a producer, oh, no, yeah. But... I mean, like, look at the amount of money that they made off this fucking movie and this movie. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. Granted, yeah, you you have the animatronics, which obviously are extremely, extremely hard to nail. And also extremely expensive to do, but and again, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what his cut is into this. I would and imagine I don't have the huge. Budget, if you're going to put Spielberg's just, name just, on something, it's not like he's going to get fucking twenty bucks. I came across that and I was like, that's yep. that's just that's so. I mean, eighty million dollars in rentals. That's got to be. That's a thirty-six-year-old movie. That's so. yeah, but, but think about it. Like that's got to be fucking huge from other movies. Like other movies at the time, maybe getting rented a bunch of times. I would say even Goonies might even. Get close to that, but I wouldn't say surpass that. Really, Gremlins is it did Gremlins, Gremlins is, is Gremlins, dude. It did one hundred and fifty million in the box office. One hundred and fifty. Sorry, I didn't mean I didn't office. mean to cut old domestic. Uh, domestic. Right. Yeah, go ahead. Office. All right, so moving on. Uh, Shake, thank you for that. So the set of Kings and Falls is the same one used for Back to the Future in 1985. No way. Both movies filmed on the Universal Studios backlot and is still there to this day. By the way, you can uh, you can still tour it. Dope. The Santa speech provided by Phoebe Cates, controversial and of course, obviously a big deal. Yeah. The studio executives existed upon its removal because they felt it was too ambiguous as to whether it was supposed to be funny or sad. I think terrifying is the, uh, the what answer, you're looking for. The answer is yes. Well, director yes. Joe yes. Dante, however, <laughs> we'll stubbornly refused to take the scene out, saying that it represented this movie as a whole, Stick which was a combination of horrific and comedic at the same time. Executive producer Steven Spielberg did not like the scene, but despite his creative control, Trusted he viewed Dante. this movie as Dante's project and allowed him to leave it in. Hell yeah. One of the studio notes, uh, director Joe Dante and executive producer Steven Spielberg, on seeing the first cut of the film, uh, was that there were too many gremlins. So th- the studio said, too many gremlins, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> When did we get to part two? So Spielberg <laughs> suggested cutting them all out and calling the movie People. God damn. That's salty as that's fuck. Salty. That's some salty shit. My that is some that's super salty shit. Folks. Fine, fuck it. Not Gremlins. We're just going to call it People. That's some I salty know, of shit. Of course, we, we've referenced this a few times and talked about it in our first cut of the of the podcast tonight. The film was released on the same day as Ghostbusters. Fuck yeah, dude. Now talk about it. I love Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters I love and it. Gremlins on the, same, on the same fucking day. Are you kidding me, dude? Like, what? Hands down. What? Hands down, two of the most influential uh, fucking movies of the 80s, back to back, the same day. So there was oh, a reason shit. they wanted So they wanted to move it to the to the Christmas season, but I forget what it was, and I couldn't find why they had moved it to the summer. Um, they should have bumped it to July, Christmas in July. But uh, yeah, it's a Beastie Boys song, right? Christmas in July. So and sure, this yeah, is funny. sure it is. So an earlier attempt to have monkeys play the Gremlins was abandoned because the test monkey panicked when tried to make uh, 
make them wear the gremlin head. Oh, it's like the old yeah. Navy monkey that went crazy and fucking ripped everybody's face off. Is it kind of the same thing? Or just monkey shines. Oh, that one. What? Hold up, Ben. What What did you just say? It's the same monkey from Friends. You don't remember this? The, uh, the, the, the dead or real. The old Navy chimpanzee that went fucking crazy. Yeah. And um, the lady that owned her. That, o- I'm making myself that owned wrong. the chimp. But Ben's is right. The uh, chimp went fucking crazy and started ripping her, literally ripped her face off. Took her entire face, ripped that shit off. She's been on talk shows and shit since. Are you talking like that? Chick- That's like why all those laws exist now yeah. because of that. So the cops Special got called. Laws? So the cops got called. Harambe. This is real life. Okay. Cops Harambe. show up. The fucking <laughs> rip Harambe. Don't get started. No, but the fucking the cops show up and the chimpanzee starts trying to attack the cop in his own car. So the cop pulls out his gun and shoots the thing to death. And no, that's Jumanji. You're full of shit. No, dude, this is dead to real. You can fucking look this up to this day. I can't believe you don't know this. This is like okay now. You know what? Maybe we'll tackle this off air. Yeah. This is a whole other episode. All right? right? That's <laughs> Moving a bonus on. episode. Sorry, but I am intrigued. Monkeys aside. Monkey We'll shows. get through the trivia, then we'll take a smoke break, do our final cuts, and end the, end, end the, end the uh, episode tonight. The four-hour-long episode? So this movie and Indiana Jones in, in the, the Temple, Temple of Doom, and also released in 1984, yeah. are credited with inspiring the MPAA to create the PG-13 rating. Okay. Many felt that the movies were too violent for PG rating, but not violent enough for R. This isn't the only movie. Are these aren't the only two movies? There is a third that uh, reflects because of this, and Nachos, you know this movie. Is it Jaws 2? No. We talk about this all the time, though. There's some pot smoking and some chair moving going on. Oh, Poultry Geist. That's right. Yeah. Poltergeist was also well. Poltergeist, I keep saying Poltergeist, but That's Poltergeist a fun movie too. Uh, was the third movie, uh, but not released. Also, at the same time. Steven Spielberg. Holy and tell shit! Me who? Jaws. Steven Spielberg. Oh, wait, sorry, sorry. I got sorry, I got excited. Steven Spielberg uh, is responsible is, for PG thirteen. Yeah, he actually is. Holy you know what? Shit, this is rated 100%. in the UK. Well, that's so. You remember? You you remember? Um, Wait. the Animaniacs. Yeah, hell yeah. And they have that small short where they talk about how uh, movie ratings go with PG. That was Freakazoid. Oh, it was Freakazoid. So also Steven Spielberg. Spielberg. That's because of that's because of shit like this. That's why he wrote that little. You guys skit. are fucking blowing my mind. You know what? Yeah, this is rated yeah. in the UK. He's, so Spielberg is hundred percent fucking responsible for PG thirteen. Hold up, Ben. What is this rated in the UK? Fifteen. Oh, 15, yeah. No, but is it rated that now or back then? Uh, last I knew, it was rated 15. I don't know if that's changed since then, but last I knew that— Because this is rated PG-13 now. So the, the last I knew was dude. that when this came to the U.K., which I don't know what year that was. I, I don't have that on hand. But when it went to the U.K., it was rated a essentially 15-year-old rating. So you had to be 15 or above. Well, that's—and there's and their shit's weird because they change their stuff all the time. So like, And they the use the metric cu- system, fucking weirdos. Right. Well, so, <laughs> like, the, the director's cut here Stop is rated PG-13, but you can—like, my version is still rated PG because it has to stick with what the MPA gave it originally as it released in theaters. So, yeah. but in Europe it's different. They have different laws, which is why they have the whole fucking and free healthcare uh, uh, video nasty list thing, so it's goofy. All right, moving on. The time machine prop from the time machine can be seen behind Randall Petzler. I said that when he's on the phone with his wife attending the convention, a moment later the time machine has disappeared into the future or the past. Where to go? Yeah, to the ast- astonishment of several onlookers. Also, go ahead. do you know what else goes appears in the movie? The DeLorean. Oh. No shit, where? I, I didn't notice that. Well, there's just a DeLorean in a shot. But it's since it's Hill Valley, it could uh, be not the, the DeLorean. DeLorean. No, it's got to be the yeah, or A. Be. One of yeah. the Kind of neat, though. It's, I mean, it's, it's fun. 
Uh, last up is Gizmo the Puppets were particularly frustrating because they were smaller and thus easier to break, and they fucking broke down more. Consequently, to satisfy the crew, a scene was included in which the gremlins hang Gizmo on the wall and throw darts at him. Oh, that's fucked up, yeah. I got this it. was included on a list that the crew created known as the Horrible Things to Do to Gizmo list. Also, the Gizmo puppets were incredibly hard to get the semen out of. <laughs> Speaking of Gizmo, uh, I had an observation during our, our cast here that uh, Mikey's Gizmo impression vaguely resembles Meatwad. Oh, it does. I, does. I wish I could do a That's good That's a really meatwad. good observation. <laughs> I'm going to give him a good Meatwad. So, so are we doing a 1 to 10 rating on this, or what are we doing here? Well, so we're going to take a quick break because okay. i got a pee-pee. Okay. And, uh, final and you're going to edit this out. I'm going to edit this out, a.k.a. A- a- keep it and in the then, podcast. So when I say <laughs> floppy walrus uterus. Come back, and oh, then we're going to do good. our final cuts. You're going to hit that button that you've been hitting all night. And then... Uh, well, what do you know? Yeah, that's the I ticket. And then uh, we're going to end this podcast, because goddamn, it's almost one in the morning. And we have been... We need to shoot uh, chunky cowboy loads at each other. Can you hear me still? Oh. Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, how can you hear me without the headphones on? What the fuck? Because it's still playing through the speakers. Oh, okay. So we're, is the final cuts is the one to ten? Yep. Okay. Yeah, you, it's you, the final cuts is your thoughts, what you like, what you didn't like, and then your rating. Okay, well, don't get mad at me for my one to ten, because you guys are probably going to get mad at me. So uh, I'm going to give my fucking honest to God one to ten. We're not going to get mad at you. Oh, I Mikey got mad I... at me on my fucking Halloween one to ten. Mikey got real mad no, at me. No, you got my... mad at yourself. You're like, I feel hey, bad. I just no, wanted the, to the make reason sure I got you got mad you. at myself. And, and, and fucking Craig got the same way. He's the... like, well, I feel bad no, for what I chose. The reason I got mad at myself is because Mikey made me fucking second guess myself on everything that I said. You're a fucking asshole. <laughs> you fucked me up about that. You fucked me up about that, Nachos. Wait, sorry, I meant to say... <laughs> yeah, you fucked me up about that, just because I didn't like your stupid movie, okay? You're fucking... Hey, I just wanted I just wanted to make sure you got your car safe, you know? I'm <laughs> yeah, just looking out, buddy. And we're back from the other smoke break. We smoke. <laughs> oh, yeah. Poor Gentle Ben, he's got a lot of fucking editing. It's all good. We'll make it work. <laughs> it's all good, man. It's all, all right. good. It's all good, man. All right, so <laughs> now we are finally in our final cuts... Well, what do you know? I asked for final cut, and I got I finally it. nailed it. I nailed it. <laughs> so. All right, so final cuts, final thoughts, and your rating of the film, 1 out of 10. Uh, guests go first. Of course, we've got Shake here in the studio. So, Shake, tell us your final thoughts, what you liked, what you didn't like, and uh, what your rating would be on this movie. Um. So what I did like is the comedic relief uh sitting down for a a horror movie podcast i never really considered this movie a horror movie until we kind of touched on it here because it's pretty graphic and there's some some dark humor and dude mom uh, goes buck as fuck yeah and again this is why it's one of the many movies that spielberg did that caused the uh, pg-13 rating that's right so yeah yeah i love the the mix that it's you know it's got that that good mix of uh comedy with uh with the horror movie aspects to it. Um, what I, what I really enjoyed uh, or maybe didn't enjoy uh, was the parallels. And I took a note of COVID-19, you know, China virus. It's oh. uh, come in multiply. Okay. Real topical. I'm, I'm reaching just let's own the, let's own, sound smarter. Let's own the uh, libtards real quick. Yeah, let's get so, uh, <laughs> okay. 
No, but but overall, it's just a nostalgic movie from from our childhood. I've seen it a bunch of times. It was fun to watch it again with Cincinnati Jeff recently, and and I'd give it a we a did eight point eight. So I don't sound like a rookie, right? So to you bring that up, because a... he, he mentioned a couple of times. So he was over here. Um, we had to get a bunch of stuff done for work. Social distancing, of course. And uh, I was like, "Hey, man, uh, you're showing up." I just started the Goonies. He's like, "All right, get the beers prepared," and then we finished the Goonies. And he's like, "What's next?" And I was like, "Gremlins." He's like, "What?" Is this like a multi-disc thing? I'm like, you're goddamn right it is. Wildly different movies, but like still in the same vein. I, I, right? I like it. Yep. Corey, Corey Feldman bringing it all together. Yeah. So it's just, you know, it Feldman and Spielberg. So he was like, what is going on? So yeah, straight into Gremlins. He's like, right on. So yeah, then we ran through it. And we, at this point, we're a little too drunk to work, but uh, sober enough to watch Phoebe, uh, <laughs> Phoebe Cates just fucking <laughs> I mean, open wrists all night. Just being emo as fuck. But uh, all right. Uh, uh, so uh, what, what was your rating? I'm sorry. Give it an 8.8. 8.8 right? 8. out of 10. 8.8 Mogwise out of 10. Uh, Gentle Ben, uh, take it away, buddy. All right. So I'm conflicted about this movie, and I'll explain why. I in- thoroughly enjoyed this movie, and I think well, this no is no Donald mo- Pleasance in it. I, yeah, there's no Donald Pleasance in this movie. Uh, equally Sorry, as man. much, uh, <laughs> equally as much incompetence. But uh, no, there's a. This is a fun movie to watch, right? So this is like one of those feel-good Christmas movies. Like you just, if you just want to watch something and have a really good fucking time, and just not look too much into the plot. This is a great fucking movie to watch, right? Because it's it's kind of mindless fun, right? You you don't really have to like it's not a yes. deep thinker movie. It's not going to fuck with your head. It's just like one of those, you know what? I'm just I just want to watch this for fun. Um that being said, some of the things I didn't like about it was if you if you want to get more critical on it, I would say that it doesn't I can't really figure out what it wants to be. And I'll explain that because it it wants to be a horror movie, but it also wants to be a comedy, and it, like, starts off in this really gentle way, like, this gentle kind of romantic comedy, like, oh, not romantic comedy, but, it, like, it kind of romanticizes this whole idea of, like, oh, I want to own a Mogwai, fucking Furby, and that's, like, how the whole first half of the fucking movie is. So it's, like, kind of, like, weird, like, you get, like, settled into this whole movie where it's, like, gonna be this fun little Furby-type movie, and then all of a sudden, all these fucking things go crazy, and you don't fucking expect it. It's, like, well, I mean, you should ben, going into it, but, right? Ben, again, I, I you know, I know it's uh, the final thing. I don't mean to interrupt, but the yeah, what you're doing did. is 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 actually touching on the point of what Joe Dante wanted, at, at, per the trivia there, is, sure. you know, it's... Is it a comedy? Is it a horror movie? He's like, why is it not both? Right? right. And you're you're literally saying that, and that's, but that's th- that that's the point. I think that I think, and that's what a lot of people are missing on this. My critique would be that it took too long to get to where it wanted to be, and and that that's my only critique is that it took too long to get to that point of we want to be this horror comedy instead of like this weird like I, I don't know this is just my take on it i figured like within the first 30 minutes you would kind of like touch on it a little bit but it took a you're really... allowed to be wrong yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey i was wrong on fucking halloween so why and not this be is wrong nacho's fucking movie so, no, and so I, I do think I, I, I will say this if you're asking me straight up out of 10 one out of 10 mogwise i'm gonna give this shit a seven and a half out of 10 shake, shake what do you got no, I was just going to agree a little with General Ben there that, like, it goes zero to 100. Like, they could have done some mystery, you know, like, uh, somebody turns up dead and they don't know what it was. But it goes from, like, 
they hatched and all hell breaks loose. So there right. could have been some You're saying a scene there. where the cops are competent, like, a oh, classic case of mugwayitis. <laughs> it went I from told zero you, to Mike, 100 within, you. like, a fucking cunt hair of a time frame. It does, but I, I disagree with what Ben says here because it doesn't... While and it, we're done. I guess Thanks, guys. Takes... We're uh, we're done with this podcast. <laughs> good <laughs> thing. Bop, bop, bop. I know I'm breaking our own Good rules, thing but, like, Gentle it's... Ben is editing this. And this is weird. Your point is not going to make it in. Roll, but I don't think that it takes too long because uh, it's the movie is an hour and 46 minutes long. And you by, are correct. By 40, by minute 40, that's when the whole eggs hatch and mom goes crazy with the fucking Peltzer juicer fucking Skinner thing. Uh, and, and it takes up from there. So I would say that's less than half. Now, however, it does go from zero to 100, like Shake says, right? right. It's just like nothing. Then all of a sudden, mom's fucking armed with a fucking butcher knife, which, by the way, she got without going into the kitchen. No, mom had it on her the whole yeah. time. She's buck as fuck. And, uh, and so I do agree with you there, but I mean, it. I wouldn't say that it takes too long to get to yeah, it, but, you know. She was waiting for Rand to come home and just fucking seal the deal. <laughs> you know what I got for and, Christmas? And, and I guess Everything like, I wanted. I guess in my own stupid head, like, when I'm watching the movie, and, like, this was, like, me watching it when I was younger. I was like, holy shit, this is, like, a scary fucking movie. This things go crazy, blah, blah, blah. Like, now watching it at 32 years old and I go back and I watch it, it's like you're, you're kind of, like, already ready for that suspense. Like, you're like, oh, shit, like, I'm ready for this. And, and then that's, it takes I think a what kind of a while to kick is. in. Yeah, you're looking. You're you're thinking about you know it in several in in actually it's you know, one way in a one dimensional way. You're expecting it to be horrific mm-hmm. because one, you're reviewing for a horror movie podcast. Two, you know what we like. Three, you're like, all right, when's it gonna get to the fucking blood and guts, which is our favorite kind of stuff, right? And sure. never really gets there. So you're kind of like, eh, maybe it's a. And I think maybe you're looking at that aspect as where we aren't, like we are not, but we are actually such huge fans of it it's it's not the blood and guts which we do love it's our favorite stuff it's the common fur that's what i I'm think that this is for. still absolutely 100 percent a must watch like dude don't get me wrong like i think that this movie is fucking fantastic and i think if you want to have a really good time and watch something that's kind of spooky but at the same time just fun just fun that's really it like you got to go into the mind frame knowing like this is just going to be a fucking fun movie Period. Hey, and dot, no, nothing know else. this Joe Dante agrees with you. He prefers Gremlins 2, the new batch, Ooh. to this movie. We'll Which get... I have not seen. I've never seen And he seen does it. say that oh, th- that's we'll the... We'll get into so, that, man. Nachos, you take it away, buddy. All right, gang. Sorry, so, man. Gremlins... No, you're good. Go ahead. This movie, I grew up with it. It's it's a big part of my childhood and my goblin brain mentality. Uh, this movie's fucking wild. Uh, it is. Th- there are scenes that haunt me to this day. I swear to fuck, I cannot hear. Do you see what I see without oh, like kind of fucking? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'm good. And fuck Christmas music, especially Being now. Fucked you up the dry butthole with that one. <laughs> That's one of the rules. Licking buttholes. <laughs> Straight up, you gotta li- bang. You gotta like that butthole to get up in it. Anyway, uh, dude, Gremlins is fucking tits. Uh, you know, B- Billy's kind of a fucking chud. Honestly, the Pelters are kind of dumb dicks. I, I don't, you know, like the, the town, not so much. I get it. Gremlins fucking rule. They're insane. They're they're hilarious and fucking murder at the same time. Uh, honestly, if there weren't so many goddamn laws around, I might be the same way. But anyway, um, dude, soundtrack fucking kills. Jerry Goldsmith, like, I can be in the worst mood. There's three songs that perked me up. The Gremlins theme song, Inspector Gadget theme song, and I don't remember what the third one is right now. But I uh, Bing Crosby's uh dude. No, you you can will. No, you, no, 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 you can go fuck yourself. No, it's Christmas and Hollis by Run DMC. That's a oh, yeah, I too. already I already know it. 
woke up yeah. quick at about noon. No, wait, that's not that song. <laughs> Realize I gotta be stabbing gremlins soon. That's fucking. It's the mom hey, song. But Kristen Hollis, that's a that's a Christmas song, right? Are it's great. You fuck asking yeah, that's me, or are you telling song. me a fact? So, so a little bit of both. So, um, actually, I'm gonna make you shut up real quick while I wrap my thing up. All right. Thanks, Tiffany. Anyway, uh, so I was at <laughs> Shake's house, and uh, I convinced Shake to move into town before I moved into town here in O'Fallon, and we were at his house for Christmas, and his wife had huh? they had an Alexa, first time I'd ever experienced an Alexa, very very unique experience this was uh about four years ago and uh i was like oh this is really cool and so uh you know alexa obviously works in voice commands so i said alexa uh play something 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 and she's like uh we only do christmas music and she likes like put it back and i was like right on the robot said this so th- no shake's wife okay I so was then like- i'm like i'm like making some more like peanut brittle or whatever the hell they had to eat Ooh. and i was like alexa play christmas and hollis by run dmc and like she ran to it and i was like that's a christmas song unless you hate black people that's a good one and then like she let it play and then she like looked at me and she's like that's the best christmas song i ever heard oh wow okay i thought you were gonna tell me mrs shake was like super racist and then she's like my husband never lets me listen to this and then her heart Shake is actually super racist okay So he's doing his uh, tangent makeup stories lying thing right now. What do you mean? Part of that story is true. A little bit of the beginning, none of the middle, and absolutely zero percent of the end. Yeah. Shake, so what's your anyway... opinions on uh, segregation? Go ahead. <laughs> well, I, I want to be segregated from Cincinnati, Jeff. <laughs> um. Since we were bringing up Christmas and Halloween. Oh, since yeah, I yeah. So anyway, dude, I I give this. Ten fingers up an unsodomized Corey Feldman's butthole. All right. Oh, there it is. Last rape joke. Last one. Negative five. I can't end the podcast. (laughs) So did Michael Jackson. (laughs) Ah, bitch. Can't end it now. Okay, we're gonna end with some. uh, I don't even know what the fuck this is. This little button right. Do I get? Can I go? Hey, oh, oh shit! I thought you. I thought you went. I thought that's why you were talking after me. I've been going the whole time. Yeah, go, go, go. All right, Cincinnati Jeff, what do you think? Well. Uh, and by the what? way, we're ending the podcast right now. So everybody that was listening, thank you so much. Not the hey, episode, hey, the hey, whole podcast. Forever. Hey, Captain Trips, keep it under five minutes, all right? <laughs> yeah, no yeah, shit. Fucking Just kidding. Christ, that's, don't that's even a call say back. that. It's like PTSD. Gremlins. Fantastic. Fun. Bigly. Hugely. Big fans. Love it. Fake news. Uh, no, actually, but. Fake gremlins. Actually, really is funny about the whole anybody. fake news fucking thing, because that 100% happens at the end. Oh, yeah. Because they're like, uh, little green men. Nobody fucking believes you. <laughs> That's dope. Right? Uh, but so this movie is just, it's unique here on the podcast and unique in general because it's, let go me, ahead, Mike. Let, let, me Nachos. Jump, let me jump in real quick. Something we didn't we didn't touch on. I'm going to keep it brief. Um, Christopher Columbus wrote this movie. He wrote this. Yes, he did. And that's not the one that uh, committed genocide no, against not, the Native Americans. not that fuck. Chris Columbus. Yeah, you know. Thanksgiving, am I right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Giving thanks to what? Ugh, but Christopher pox. Columbus, the, the writer. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, anyway. And director go. back then. Who did, I mean, I, I can't think of a fucking time I had. Captain Blobbity of the Mayflower. Yeah. Oh, don't even get me started. And the Cinderella. Uh Final thoughts. Cincinnati right, Jeff. So, uh, so I mean, it's just, it's such a fun movie. It's 
such a unique movie because it's one of these ones where it's like, all right, was well, it a Christmas movie? Is it not? But th- this is these one where you like can't kind of pinpoint it. It's it's a horror movie or a Christmas movie kind of thing. It's a gay or, old time. Like, all right, Die Hard action movie and Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. Right? I don't give a fuck who Die says Hard two action movie Christmas movie. It's a Christmas Leave movie. The Weapon Die Hard movie or sorry action movie Christmas movie. Uh, Black Christmas horror movie Christmas, Christmas movie. movie. This movie itself is it a horror movie? It could be. It's a. It's very much a Christmas movie. Is it horrific? Uh, it kind of falls into that weird kind of realm. You don't really see a lot of people get. Mur- you see no one really get murdered on screen, other than Mrs. Deagle, technically. Dude, when mom goes fucking Michael Myers and yeah, 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 the gremlins get it fucking hard. Uh, B- Billy D caps that gremlin. That's fucking right. Rough. Uh, uh, anyway, but go ahead. like in the director's cut, Judge Reinhold gets locked in the fucking bank vault, which is a oxygen free room. Oh no, he's good. It's like it's it's cracked. It's got the gates popping. So you know, like like this is all kind of crazy shit going on. It's a uh, Joe Dante movie. What it? I like about this the most, though, is that this was the movie. After meeting my wife, we got to our first Who? Christmas. My wife, thank you. And she's like, "Oh, you don't watch Gremlins at Christmas?" I'm like, well, "Of course I do." And I was like, "Do you watch Gremlins at Christmas?" And she's like, "Yeah, it's a great Christmas movie." And I was like, "Hold on, you don't think Die Hard's a Christmas movie?" But she does think Lethal Weapons Christmas movie. And then that's after getting, being with her, she's like she's like, Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and so is Die Hard 2. I had I had I had to work on it a little bit. You Mando, you showed her the way. I had, I had to rand. I had to rand her a little bit. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> hey, after, after, after you her, met your wife. I had, after I had you to give met... her the old I had to give her the old travel buddy. Is that why Mel had uh, aviators on the other week? I just thought I, I, she don't like the sun. After you met your wife, did you introduce Mrs. yourself Jeff. to people as this? We're just a couple of pimps. No <laughs> Shut the fuck but up, I was yeah. just, I was so surprised that she, one, liked this movie, two, thought it was a Christmas movie. So this became a household favorite almost immediately here in the Davies household. And with that being said, this was, again, I'm a Critters guy, not a Gremlins guy, but this made me want to watch this more. And the more I watched it, the more I loved it. Of course, with Joe Dante, I love that shit. I gotta be honest, this is a standby Christmas movie. Anybody wants to watch a Christmas movie that don't have one in their place, it's like, ah, oh, what do you want to watch? Uh, maybe, um, you know, uh, Christmas, Santa Claus or... Santa Slay. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Santa also, Slay. keep in mind, four hours and 23 minutes. So, uh, I would give it... Mm, seven... Old ladies out of second story window out of ten. Oh, hey, oh. So I think it's a low score. But yeah. Well, I'm taking these gremlins to bed with me, obviously. But the reason is, is because it's lacking a lot of uh, gore, blood, things that I like. It's keeping it a kids movie, you know. It is. It is, and I understand. But seven out of ten is not bad. I we didn't tackle this. I'm gonna keep it brief. I swear to fuck. Uh, it, like so, the mom was gonna die in the original. Mrs. Uh, Deacon. She was. Uh, Barney was gonna get fucking dude uh, dead, and I would flip the fuck out because he's uh ten out of ten. Also, a real good, good boy. boy. The bestest of the boys. You can ask anybody. Um, yeah, and I think like Mrs. Deacon was gonna. Uh, Corey Feldman was gonna get possessed by Michael Jackson's corpse and like dry fuck her to death. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> negative <Rape> six. <laughs> we are negative right. five on the rape jokes. So that is it for the movie. Thanks for listening. Episode 33. This is Gremlins. Appreciate it. Checking us out. If you are listening, if you haven't joined up, join the Patreon. Become a member of the Spooky Squad. Get a bunch of free stuff. 
Uh, we send you gifts. Uh, we include you on our uh, Patreon page, on our website at herecomesspooky.com. You get a free tweet. Anything you want to hear about us or anything you want us to say, you can uh, tell us to reason. say. Within, Within reason. Within reason. Yeah, same with the tweet. Uh, of course, at certain levels, you can be part of the episodes. Notches will clean your house. That's all I got here. Oh, let's not get crazy. <laughs> uh, I will play touch it, suck it, or fuck it. Yeah, all or, kinds or of not, stuff. Uh, so Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Check us out. Blueberry pie. Blueberry bean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, we, uh, for the last couple of episodes, we've done things a uh, little bit, uh, I wouldn't say childless, but very PG. Very 80s PG. Yeah, you know, we were doing like seasonal fucking So we are coming shit. at you now in the new year after this episode with some pretty hardcore murder stuff. Strap the fuck in, you preteen bitches. Mm. We're going to take that PG-13, turn it into a knife, and fuck you in the ass with it because we're going to watch some big boy scary dick movies. Yes. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Little, little baby face. We're going to watch Pokeeps. I'm Gentle just ben kidding. I'm be just there for kidding. Those. With yeah, a little bit of the hills, maybe they run red. Maybe. I mean. Oh, boy. All right. So appreciate you guys checking it out. Also, Shake, Gentle Ben, thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks, appreciate boys. you so much. Thanks for having me. And remember to always stay, stay spooky. spooky. I'm going to hit the Good outro. Job, gang. And... Kept it under four and a half nope, hours. Nope, that ain't it. That ain't it. Where the fuck am I at? Uh, no, I'm sorry. Nope, what that we, ain't it either. We don't have an outro. That was the outro. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> the man that tried to put the rubber fist in my onus is a homosexual. That is apparently your new outro. And goodbye. <laughs> and goodbye. Bye, everybody.